Before we get started on this episode of Real Nerds Podcast, remember you can connect to the Real Nerds in many ways. You can follow us on Twitter at Real Nerds. You can go to our website, realnerdspodcast.com. You can like us on Facebook. You can also call us 720-6-NERDS-5. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Welcome to Real Nerds. Just kidding. <laughs> Hello, kitties. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Real Nerds Podcast, unofficially the official podcast of Denver Comic Con 2016 and beyond. Tickets go on sale this weekend. I am Ryan. With me is Brad. Holy shit, he's not dead. And also <laughs> James. And we have two guests, two filmmakers. This is going to be a long episode. <laughs> yeah, you guys wait for a five-hour-long yeah. podcast because all filmmakers. Are you do ready this. for the marathon Thunderdome? Oh wait, we have three filmmakers. Guys, all they're going to do is talk about yeah, their what work. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> they're going to talk about their work and how Jean Claude Van Damme changed their life. And oh my god, Did, not really. <laughs> I was sitting in the embed. And how I'm going to make another depressing <laughs> Twombly and. Um, <laughs> You don't really know my stuff yet. Yeah, I haven't seen your stuff yet, so all I can say is you have a sexy voice, Henry. All right, cool. Henry and Zach are back. Woo! We know you were expecting one other guy, but you got two us instead. Yeah. So So we took Randy and divided him by two, and we got two filmmakers. (laughs) So Randy divided by two equals us? (laughs) Yeah. Wow. I love this kind of math. (laughs) I would have totally rocked it in math class if I... Had been you if you'd been my teacher. Oh yeah, is what I'm saying. As long as it's fractions and decimals and <laughs> addition and subtraction, I'm good. Of people, <laughs> when we start doing formulas, nope, that's about it. Yeah. Ryan, what are we doing? James, I'm introducing our guests. <laughs> Hold your fucking horses. And I've missed Brad. I haven't seen Brad in like a month. Yeah, Brad, where you been? I've been doing stuff. <laughs> I've been uh, I've been getting open screen night canceled and filming things and oh. yeah, we're sorry that happened to you, Brad. Those assholes yeah. ruined a good thing. Yep, can't always nice things. The few ruin it for everybody else. You, you put a ton of work in something and you can do everything right, but some dickhead just opens their mouth in a negative way. They can just ruin everybody's fun. And to be fair, like stri- straight up. That thing was becoming something really cool and awesome, and the the two open screen nights that that they had at the Alamo were the best I'd ever seen open screen night. Like the the quality that you brought to it, as far as like the the stuff in between, and like the fact that you guys were able to sort of curate things longer before the actual screening. Like it was getting really cool, and was going to be something great. So it's really a shame that like. <clears throat> That they're assholes in that community that allow good things to die because they don't give a shit about because of privilege. Yeah, yeah. People are just entitled, and yep. it sucks. Wait, I'm kind of out of the loop. What happened? So, <laughs> Brad, tell the story. You were there. <laughs> well, I was there. Like, but what exactly happened? I think it was like sideline stuff that I didn't see because I was. I thought the opportunity that I went to went really well. Yeah. Like, uh, well, that's because Brad is a wonderful manager and does a great job of putting it together. But I loved it. Behind the scenes, it was like Grease 2. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like uh, the event ran fine. It was just that like $100 worth of food got ran out on. Really? 
Wow. And um, and then they're like, okay, well that that sucks. Don't let that happen again. But the show will still go on. And then like later that night, uh, they just said a person badmouthed the show oh, on really? social media. Well, they so they they arrived late and weren't given a ticket because that is the way yeah. the Alamo works. Yeah, like... um, and be the fuck on time next time. How about? Yeah. Um, and to be fair, the way the Alamo works, <laughs> if you had already bought a ticket. You could show up and walk into the theater late. Yeah. Like all that means is that you you so didn't give a shit that you showed up late <laughs> and hadn't even bought a bought a ticket. Yeah, it's yet. like you've never been to Alamo before. Like, it's, that's like it's like you've never been fucking in public yeah. before. <laughs> like behave. And that guy's anyway. been to Alamo before. Oh good. So who is it? No. <laughs> should we, should we call him out. That's I'm not allowed to. Far, yeah. oh. You're not allowed to. As Steve's request. Oh. Uh, okay. Yeah. I was gonna say, yeah. uh, you know, the First Amendment, right? You can say whatever the fuck you want, <laughs> especially so, on the internet, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, will open screen, I continue at like a different location, or is it just done forever now? Uh, the other guys are looking at another location, but I'm not gonna run. Brad's it, really. done for yeah. now. Forever. <laughs> yeah. I'll show I, up. I'll support it, but I'm yeah, not gonna yeah. control things. Yeah. I'm yeah. done. For for what I can say, like being having the films in there. Twice when you weren't running it, and then once when you were running it. Um, that was some of the, that was honestly the best show we'd ever, I'd ever seen of it. So, you know, like the fact that that happened to you is completely unfair. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> you know what? The only time it was better is when I was hosting it. <laughs> That's right. That's, that was the problem. They were really upset because they couldn't get in to see Ryan Frost. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that is the biggest problem with a lot of things is everybody <laughs> wants to see me, but I can't be everywhere, guys. Yeah, and you know I'm what was wrong with person. Paranormal Activity 6? Not enough Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> really? That was the only thing wrong with it? <laughs> so it's an improvement over the last five. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Wait, how, does that, that implies that there is some Ryan in Paranormal Activity 6. How much Ryan is there in Paranormal Activity 6? That's the 3D um, aspect of it. There is like... There... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. So every week we go see a new movie and we podcast our experience to the world. <laughs> This week we saw Zombies Guide. Wait, Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse. Yeah. Because it is also... <laughs> Cue the Halloween music. Halloween. Not only play 30 seconds, though, James. I want to get sued by John Carpenter. He's sued to election right now. <laughs> yeah. is that what they, they do? That, do you like that joke? Ah, someone got that yeah, joke. Got someone... <laughs> yes! Yes! Like, the lockout thing was just finalized, right? Yeah. Like, it's like, can they not make it anymore? Like, I don't know. It's like, it's so like... Is it going to be like the Holy Grail on Blu-ray? Hopefully. <laughs> well, if you're looking for a copy of Lockout, it is in my college's uh, bookstore for five ninety nine. Is that the Guy Pearce movie? Where he's yeah. on a where he's on a yeah, it's yeah. space yeah. station. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like that movie. That was that, cool. that was fun. It was a lot more fun than I thought it was going to be. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But apparently, it's just the exact film of Escape from New York. So. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it totally is. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I'm just glad sometimes my jokes just don't fall flat. You know, I, I dig really hard for the jokes, like my Grease Two joke. Zach laughed at. Um, uh, yeah, so you've been hard hitting hard jokes. Like, I have. I've been doing like deep cut jokes, like oh, really yeah. deep cut jokes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you don't know movies, and you wouldn't know them, but that's what we do. We talk about movie news, what we've been watching. Zach, you sure you don't want something? Yeah, yeah. Blu-ray. I'll, I'll go get a glass. Of I got it, buddy. You stay there. Right. Uh, uh, tell everybody about Twombly. <laughs> so Twombly is this story about you know what no fuck that I'm not gonna talk talk about, about your Twombly. new shit yeah. Can we t- what yeah. talk about my new shit yeah yeah tell us what's going on <coughs> did you, you earbuds yet excuse me earbuds is um <coughs> fuck I'm coming off of a cold guys <coughs> you have to bear with me um earbuds is my new film and uh, it's basically a story about 
<coughs> a podcast and what happens to one particular listener during a very, 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 very bad day. It's a uh, <coughs> particularly oh, man. I don't even want to call it. I, yeah, I mean it's dark. It's dark, definitely, but, but funny. Like, yeah, it's a different because uh, I wouldn't call it like dark sense of humor, like. Because, I mean, there's definitely dark elements of it, but it doesn't go, like, all the way. I like, figured, like, by the end of it, somebody said once about me, and this is very strange. They said, like, your movies are like Eli Roth mixed with the Coen brothers, which I was like, how does that really work? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it was good. It, it was good, it's, yeah. yeah. One, it's, it's one, well, one of those two doesn't really fit with the other, so. <laughs> right. Um, but, um. No, it's um, it's got Anthony Kuba in it. Uh, it's got uh, Risa Scott from John Claude Van Damme's Dan Van, mm-hmm. uh, Catastrophe, and um, it's also got Matty O'Connor from Guns, Drugs, and Synergy and Five Steps <laughs> doing a. Uh, <laughs> the two of you doing a podcast together was pretty awesome, but there were a couple of times where like. There was bits of conversation where I was like, holy shit, is he making fun of us? <laughs> I swear we've had that conversation. I, I swear we have. We didn't directly lift <laughs> off of you, but there were times when I was channeling James a little bit. Because <laughs> I was just like, well, if I try to do Ryan, it's going to sound way too obvious. But, <laughs> then, you don't want to sound like an asshole? No. <laughs> <laughs> but I appreciate Dick Van Dyke, man. Um, yeah. I love Dick Van Dyke. Remember when he trips over the Ottoman? Oh, remember when he doesn't? <laughs> oh. Do you, how many intros to that show are there? Trivia time. Uh, three. There is three. Yeah. So see if you can spot them all. You know how you can spot the one where he trips, but he doesn't trip over the Ottoman? Is Mary Tyler Moore's wearing a black dress. Oh, really? Yeah. See, that I never picked up on. All right. Okay. So right. he skips, he's like... Yeah, skips around the ottoman, and then he trips trying to shake Buddy's hand. Mm-hmm. And so when Mary Tyler Moore has the black dress on, you know it's that one. What's the third yeah, okay. one? That is a third one. So he has one where he just walks past the ottoman. Yes. And then he has one where he actually trips over it. And then he has one where he moves away from the ottoman, and then he trips going to him. Yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So. And that was a clever thing they did to get people to watch the show. <laughs> I'm, I'm, no, I'm not. I'm not making that up. Like they would do that, so you'd have to watch the opening and see what was happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas because because probably too many people. I mean, it's the same reason why they've done away with openings for the most part. Anyway, um, is because that way, like, you get people hooked. They don't change the channel yep. right away. Yeah. But I mean, the Dick Van Dyke show is amazing. Anyways, you don't really need that. Oh yeah, it's great. It's a good show. Amazing show. Cool. Anyway, sorry, Henry. What have you been up to? There's uh, I just finished my new short like a couple weeks ago. I guess. Um, it's called Neat. Spelled N-E-E-T, which, do you guys know what that is? Uh, no. It's a government term primarily used in Europe. Uh, that's okay. an acronym for not in education, employment, or training. It's a mockumentary that I did based loosely on my time taking a gap year in between college and school. Sure. And it's about a amateur male model who accidentally, through various mistakes, becomes the ambassador for Earth and the Galactic Federation. <laughs> So it's about like he has to figure that out. So yeah, has lost shirt, shirtless me in it. So <laughs> I, I did see I did see you in a hot tub. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, there's a lot of shots of me shirtless in it, just for humorous reasons because I'm not very like. Were you self conscious <laughs> while you're filming it? Not really. He's I'm not just, Jacob. Just, like, like when I like film something, I'm like, how do I get shirtless? Scene? I'm more like preoccupied thinking like I need to make sure everything fucking works. Sure. Like, <laughs> yeah. And so, like, but yeah, it's like 12 minutes long. Like every film I make, I'm horrible at planning, so I have no idea when it's going to come out. But, uh, <laughs> like, you'll see it eventually, so. Great. 
That sounds good. <laughs> James Jack asked what I've been up to. You know what, James? I don't want to talk to you either. I don't really give Ryan, a what shit you been what up you've to? been up to. You know, it doesn't matter, guys. I'm too hurt. Okay. To... No. All I do is I know school. what you've been up to. Yeah, that's the thing. I was like, it sucks. And you, and you know what I've been up to. Then I noticed. What's what? that? <laughs> so, as we all know, you're a big Army of Darkness fan. I am. Did you go to the Mondo Chiller event? I didn't because I was at um, an elementary school doing rapid deployment <laughs> scenarios. Aww. So it was it was really fun, guys. Uh, that whole day, I got to uh, watch uh, video and see crime scene photos from Columbine. And then had to act on active shooters inside a school with guns. So um, it was a great day. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't envy you. That, that doesn't that, sound... That sounds a lot of and fun. And then you get like this huge adrenaline rush and then you're like oh school's done at 10 o'clock at night go home and be back at 7 in the morning to go drive a track at Colorado State Patrol and you're sitting there thinking oh I really can't sleep right now because I was just in a situation I mean it's obviously fake but you're using like airsoft guns and shooting bad guys where there's like 20 screaming kids and you have to like jump over players that are like bleeding on the floor and do they have actual kids there? Uh, well, high school kids and stuff, yeah. Wow. Yeah, Man. It's, it's not fun. Yeah. That sounds horrible. And My then goodness. you have to go into a room and get shot, and you have to kill the bad guy, oh. or and protect people. Yeah, it's... Because <laughs> they, they want to simulate what it's like in real life, so you get to the school, and you break off into groups of five, and they come up to you and say, okay, you guys just got a call, there's an active shooter in the school, go. So we have to clear rooms... And you have to run down the hall. Yeah, it sucks. Wow. Wow. How is it, like, so emotionally, you must have been kind of a wreck. Yeah, it's just because it's weird you go through the emotions of, um, because I was a senior in high school when Columbine happened. Yeah. And you, you heard about it, but, uh, the guy who taught the class, he, uh, he was the first, one of the first police officers there. And, the reason they teach this class now is because they actually made mistakes in Columbine, mm-hmm. which they did. They weren't. I shouldn't say mistakes. They did tactical things that they did not weren't prepared for. Yeah. Um. So he got there. They started shooting the school at eleven ten or something like yeah. that. Eleven yeah. ten in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. So he got there. He lived uh, a block away. He got to school at eleven twenty. Protocol back then was make sure you set up the perimeter. No one comes inside. No one comes outside until. You're able to enter and get people to safety or whatever it is. Um, so they did not enter the school until about 1.30. And by then, uh, by the time they got to the library, uh, the suspects already have been dead for two and a half hours. Yeah. Roughly. So, yeah. So they changed it now as I'll bring this whole podcast down is yeah. <laughs> um, now just like what happened in Aurora or any other school situation. Now you just go. Yeah. You don't stop. Yeah. And if you see kids hurt, kids bleeding, um, a fellow officer gets shot, you just keep going. Hmm. Um, because you, your, your job now is to neutralize the threat. Not saying you have to kill them. Yeah. But you got to stop the threat. So kill them. And so it's, it's, it's really interesting. And it's just, you go up and down Mm -hmm. and you go through (laughs) the emotions of you seeing the crime scene. And you're like heartbroken for these people, yeah. and then you see those two clowns at the end, obviously no longer alive, and it's like you yeah. don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. It's it's a, so yeah. So to bring the whole podcast down, it's a really weird uh, emotional day. Yeah. And then yeah, and then yeah. So yesterday I had to do driving at Colorado State Patrol, which is kind of fun because you get to drive really fast yeah. and you know use your sirens and pull people over. So that's kind of fun. 
Uh, but, <laughs> but then afterwards, we did tactical range, which is more scenarios with people getting shot and just just wears you out. Yeah. So yeah. So that's what I've been up to. Good fun. But I've also been watching a lot of Army of Darkness. <laughs> Happy Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. So yeah, that's what we do. Um, Brad, you haven't been here for a month, so I'm not going to ask you what you want to start with. Henry, what should we start with? I don't know. You want to start with news? Sure. Nope. We don't want to start with news. Damn it, Henry! You're the worst. <laughs> Let's start with what's playing at the Alamo Draft House. Okay. That's yeah. That's what we do. Yeah. What now? All right. Here's the deal. I'm Slappy from the Goosebumps movie, and I'm gonna lay down the law. While you're here at the Alamo, you do not text, you do not talk to your friend during the film, you pay attention to the film and enjoy a decent piece of cinema. Respect the theater, and the theater will be kind to you. If you don't, I'll be forced to unleash all kinds of goosebumps creatures on you. And you don't want that, do you? No, you don't. So enjoy the movie, or else. Oh, the reason we can't start with news is because James came unprepared. I specifically, hey, hey. I specifically just, just like to like panic you. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Fair. Totally fair. Uh, next week at the Alamo Draft House, James Elroy. Hey, James. Cool. Presents High and Low. Yeah, yeah that's great. He did. Uh, he did an amazing job with uh, LA Confidential, and I'm really. Honestly, I thought he was so entertaining that I would be interested to see him introduce any of the, like, he's gonna do, like, a series moving forward, I think once a quarter or something like that. Cool. Um, so, and I've never seen High and Low, so I think this might be my chance. Battles Without Honors and Humanity. I have no, does anyone know what that is? I looked it up. It sounds interesting, but I can't remember what it's about now. It's a, <laughs> it's a, it's a song from Kill Bill. Oh, it's a, it's a samurai film, I think. So. Cool. The Dark Knight will be playing there. They showed the trailer of that before. Uh, yeah. What did we see last week, James? Uh, I don't know. I think I might oh, see Steve that. Jobs. Steve Jobs. I think I might just see that because you know the Draft House wasn't around mm-hmm. when that came out, so it's like an opportunity to just see it at the Alamo. Yeah, because the trailer they cut for it is awesome because it's the scene. It's basically the Joker's <laughs> monologue, yeah, intercut with other monologues throughout the film, like Harvey Dent and yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, obviously, Alfred's. Some people just want to watch it with Ben, and it's just cool. And it, it, the last shot is, you know, the Joker holding the mask down on his mm-hmm. side, and I'm like, oh, it's so awesome. I, I love that movie. Yeah. So that that should be a fun one. I never saw it in theater, so I really want to see and it. It's now. it's crazy when you think that was 2008. Yeah, yeah. Seven years ago. I can't believe yeah. that movie came out that long ago. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the uh, Fantastique is the Lord of the Rings, uh, but it's the animated version. Yeah. Well, so okay. uh, I will not be seeing that. Batchy style. Yeah, nobody wants to see that. <laughs> uh, some that's, some people do. That's the one where the dragon looks like a cat. Yeah. It's yeah, lame. cat dragon. Yeah. yeah. Lame. No. You, are you racist against cat dragons, James? Yes. <laughs> v for Vendetta, okay. uh, which I haven't seen in a long time. I got the Blu-ray because it was three dollars at Best Buy. It's a that's a, a fun. It's a fun theater watch, though. Yeah. Like if you so, got a bunch of fans in it. Yeah. Because yeah. I kind of stopped doing my. Comic book movie thing because I've been getting distracted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have these just comic book movies that are stacked. Like Red is uh, <laughs> waiting. Red's fun. That's a fun is movie. It? Yeah, is in my stack to watch. Dumb and Dumber with Breckenridge Brewery, which is always a fun movie. If they did a quote along, that'd probably be pretty fun. One. It might. It's a so it's a dinner brewery dinner. Bre- the craft yeah. dinner. The craft or? dinner with Breckenridge uh, Brewery. Cool. I can do the food. Nice. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, so yeah, I love Dumb and Dumber. That's always a fun movie to watch. 
And the Peanuts movie, A Charlie Brown Family Party, which I was looking is really cool. It's uh, kids dress up as the characters, I guess, and they have like little treats for the kids and... Does kids can that also be kids at heart? Yeah, because I'm a huge. Penis just just fan. make sure you don't stare at the children. No, I'm not going to. <laughs> I'll just stare at you the whole time. All right. Let's <laughs> gaze into each other's eyes. We're yes. dressed as both Sally and Linus. <laughs> uh, I'm a Charlie Brown fan. You're a Charlie Brown yeah. fan. I love Charlie Brown. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably the Red Baron fan, you Nazi. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! No. I'm a totally a Spike fan, actually. Really? Uh, yeah, uh, Snoopy's brother. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, he's my spirit animal. Nice. <laughs> I love it. Absolutely. It's like uh, there was this strip from when he first appeared, where it's like, uh, "My brother has arisen." Eggs Benedict for my brother Spike, and it's Lucy, and it goes, "I think you better make that ten pounds of buffalo steak." <laughs> it's just Spike rolling his eyes up, like. <laughs> That's good podcasting right there. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you could not see Zach act that out. Exactly. But what yeah. he did was roll his eyes up and act. And act, yes. Yes. Yeah. And it's, it, hey, Ryan, it's still good podcasting. It is. I, I, I've always just, podcasting. I just love Charlie Brown's perseverance and I always love that little character trait of his that he never gave up. Even no matter how many times he got the football pulled away or how many times people tripped him or, how many times he got rained on or got the shitty Christmas tree? He still had a happy time, and um, yeah, he was just ever ever optimistic, wishy washy Charlie Brown. Yep, that was my obsession from age of eight to now. <laughs> now, now. I was gonna say, I'm pretty sure me and you are the only ones that like the peanuts on Facebook and share the cartoons. <laughs> oh gosh, like I've been like doing the hashtag the Great Pumpkin Rises. Nice. <laughs> So, yeah. Uh, we'll go ahead and do what we've been watching because James still isn't ready. I don't think there is much news. Anyway, yeah, yeah. What, what have we been watching? There's a bunch of things as you were scrolling through. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's like, oh, I hope, hope he talks about that. Oh, he's going to talk about that? Great. <laughs> he's like, it's not Ridley Scott. I'm fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> no Matthew McConaughey. No NASA. No nothing. No. What have we been watching? <laughs> oh, we got movies on. This. The longer you go, the easier it is to edit. Oh, then I'm going to remember that and not leave that much time anymore. You son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, who do I want to start? So many people this mm. week. Henry, what'd you watch this week? Okay. Um, trying to think. The only like one film I want to mention that I saw, because I've been watching a ton of films because I'm bored. Um, one film that I definitely want to mention uh, came out last year called Comet. Have any of you guys heard of that? Mm-mm. No. Oh, it's. Did, did I saw you... the poster for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm only bring, I'm bringing it up because specifically James would love it. Oh shit! It's like <laughs> something I love. Like I, I was watching, I thought James is gonna fucking this is his film. <laughs> like, cool. It has, so do tell. It has Justin Long and uh, oh, what's her name? Shameless girl, girl and Shameless. Emmy Rossum. Oh yeah, yeah. Amy yeah, Rossum, yeah. yeah. Uh, I was just like, who in Hollywood doesn't have any shame? <laughs> uh, uh, Kristen Stewart. Uh, so it has those two in it, and it's it's like a rom com kind of. It's like the two of them are in like a relationship and like 
is like five different scenes and it's five different parallel universes. And like, you see like the relationship at different stages of like, their like the relationship's lifespan, I guess. And you see like them, like when they're breaking up them after they've broken up them, when they're first starting the relationship and it cuts in between the two of them. It's, it's well, it's super well written. It's shot beautifully. Uh, it like the color in it is just fantastic. They're both of them are very charming in the film. It's a very fun film that's on Netflix. So if you if you have Netflix and you just want to see like an hour and a half film, I definitely pop it in. It was very a surprise to me. So so yeah, and I'm just watching another a lot of other stupid indie films that aren't as good. So you, you know what the key word there was? Indie. There you go. Yeah. Don't listen to him, Henry. Okay. Keep um, keep I'm the faith sure alive. Evil Dead was an indie film. Oh, that came out. Uh, Halloween. Yeah, that's one every six years. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think if I saw anything else worth mentioning. Um, I watched Steve Jobs, which is like my favorite from the year so far. Oh, yeah, that movie's so, awesome. Great. I really, really loved great. it. Um, Why does but, everyone keep talking to me five minutes before I have to go on stage? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it also, to be fair, like that film was like tailor made for me. Right. Danny Boyle is my favorite director. Is Aaron he really? Sword. Oh yeah. Why? Uh, I just like. I mean, it, like for, his style has never really come through to me. So now I've been like, that's a Danny Boyle thing. Mm. But it's not like I guess like I shouldn't say he's my favorite director, but he's a director I really like because I've liked almost all of his films. Mm. So his directing style drives me crazy. Oh yeah, I mean, like I can see how some people would thing that way but I don't it's know. not even just his it's not even his directing style it's it's an element of his directing style that drives you. it's exactly. like it's like you saying that like jj abrams drive you, drives you crazy because of uh lens flares because of lens flares yeah 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 but i think jj abrams makes better movies i yeah. <laughs> i do too but, I mean, i'm, I'm, yeah, I'm no, not like have you ever heard why i don't like danny boyle yeah like i, I literally was listening to the podcast <laughs> on yeah. the way here yeah. so his damn like hallucinogen Hallucinating, drug-induced, yeah. fucking cut. Thank you. Cutaways. Even in Twenty Eight Days Later, there's one. It drives yeah. me crazy, and I love Twenty Eight Days Later. And to be fair, like more surrealist kind of. Yeah, like there are some directors uh, that like I will watch. Like, oh, just finished that film. Tell him to watch his next film or whatever. I'm never that way with him. So, uh, you know, Twenty Eight Days Later, the nice uh, infection movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't fucking call it a zombie movie. I hate when I see it on lists. It's like, bitch, zombie movie is all the time, and it shows up on there. It's yeah, like yeah. a zombie movie. And then Sorkin's my favorite writer. Hong and then Kong. Michael Fassman's my favorite actor. Oh, Fassman's uh, great in that film. And then what's his name? Uh, I'm about to say he's my favorite one. actor as well. I can't remember his name right now. Jeff Daniels. Uh, Jeff Daniels. He's yeah. another actor I really, really like. And so He's a guy who takes Sorkin's language and makes it so good. Yeah. Yeah. He knows how to say Sorkin's words. Yeah. And, uh, Man, the newsroom's real good. The Little scene with him boy. and Fassbender in the hall talking about how who fired who. That was Apple. the best. Like, so it's the most Apple. intense scene, one of the most yeah. intense scenes of the year, and all they do is talk. Yeah. Yeah. Like, What's going to happen next? Yeah. <laughs> how is uh, Michael Stolbarg in the movie? Um, who's Michael Stolbart? Is he the uh, guy? Andy, I think he plays. He Andy. plays one of the Andys. Yeah, yeah. He's oh, great. Okay. He's great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's that's the guy that I'm interested in. Uh, he um, had a much bigger role than I thought he was going to have. So yeah, he, <laughs> he's yeah. Bit on the trailer. This, so the scene where he sort of tells Steve Jobs off is pretty great. Yeah, yeah. This Kate good. Winslet was really good in it too. Yeah, oh, God. yeah. She's she is the reason I cried. Yeah. Like that's the scene where I cried when she starts throwing all this shit on the Yay. floor. <laughs> Fuck off! Cried because you're a pussy. <laughs> um, it's okay. It's not even men the, can cry too. Yeah, it's not even the ending. No, like, I cry just not in Steve Jobs. <laughs> I, sh- come on! I've seen like a hundred and 
20 something films this year. I've not cried at oh, any of them goodness. this year. So, wow. Yeah. Ryan cries tears of joy when they release uh, Ash vs. the Evil Dead early. I did. <laughs> yeah. I was, I bet you did. I was, my wife was sitting there. I was like, what? what, what? It's on right now? What the fuck? <laughs> and she's just, she's looking at me. Okay. Honey, shut everything down. <laughs> Turn it all off. <laughs> she got up and left. I don't think it's her cup of tea. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Oh, boy. And then I also, uh, I finally watched Daredevil. Like the full oh, series, dude. So, because like I like started watching it, like when it first came out, but like for me, like I can't watch stuff on Netflix usually, mm. just because I can't like find myself to sit down and watch something. I need to be mm. doing something else. Yeah. And so I finally did it, and I'm glad I did. Like I'm also glad I did it now that I only have to wait like two weeks until Jessica Jones comes out. <laughs> yeah, so true. like, yeah. oh man. And so yeah, Jessica Jones is coming out that soon. Yeah. November yeah. 13th? Wow. I think so. Yeah. Thirteenth like or twentieth, something yeah. like that. It's gonna be good. It's, it's nice. this month. Yeah, now, yeah so. the first episode got a really good review. Yeah, well, I think it was like the first like six episodes got really good reviews. Yeah. I think that's the they one said they it's left the most out. mature Marvel thing they've ever done. Yeah, oh, man. I'm very excited because you can't say Deadpool because that's just immature. Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> no. yeah. I'm interested. I mean, it's interesting that like they already have like all of the Luke Cage thing. They have like mm-hmm. every much everything done except for Iron Fist. Yeah, which is one that I'm very excited for because I really like Iron Fist, and they've done nothing with him yet. Nope. Like. Yeah, he's coming out. He's coming. He the Defenders. He's part of the. Series, def- he's part yeah. of like the like it's uh, Jessica Jones, Daredevil, Luke Cage, and Iron Fist are gonna be like the four series they make definitely, yeah. and then maybe Punisher. They said if oh he's Punisher, a Daredevil. Oh yeah, he's no, new, I, but I think like what they said they want to do is they want to like they want to like introduce him there, and then if people mm-hmm. like him, they'll give him his own series. Yeah. So I still I'm glad that he's a villain. Yeah, I am I too. I just felt that way about Punisher. Yeah, yeah. Well, he kills people. Yeah. Well, I mean, like that's like the plot line of Marvel Knights, which I think yeah. is like what they're kind of leading up to yeah. as well. Oh the, yeah. The Marvel Knights like. Like the first like kind of issues of it are just them trying to kill the Punisher. Yeah. Like that's awesome. And Jessica Jones is a really cool character. Yeah, should check out her comic Alias Brian Michael Bendis. It's good. They just released like a new like yeah. first issue of it. That I read. That I liked. Yeah, so. and they have a huge deluxe graphic novel coming oh, out with. I think it's the first twenty issues. It's mm-hmm. hardcover. It's really nice. Yeah, I mean it's seventy five bucks. Well, but... yeah, but I mean if you have, yeah, if you have that get, money to spare, but like... you have twenty four comics. That's not a bad gig. Yeah, is a. Uh... Wilson Fisk will be in the second season? Because I looked him up because he's not a part of the main cast. Oh, I'm, mm. I'm sure he will be. I'm sure he will be, but I'm not I'm wondering like what to like what extent. So I, I mean he was he pretty much stole the show. Yeah, he was like what his... made Daredevil really good. I, I oh still, yeah, yeah. I still think they should uh actually hold him for the Spider Man movie and have him hire uh Spencer Smythe to build the Spider Slayers. Yeah. I think that'd be a really cool Spider Man oh, story. Oh, dude, Spider Slayers. I feel like they definitely need to use his character more. Like Oh yeah. So Well they got him right here, right? Like I mean Yeah. The 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 Ving Rhames version was not good enough. Yeah. So what other Marvel character has Vincent D'Onofrio played? Ving Rhames version. Wasn't it Ving Rhames or was it Michael, uh, Michael Clark Duncan? Oh, it was Michael Clark Duncan. Yeah. Mixing up your big black guys there, buddy. Yep. <laughs> they all look alike, right? Yeah. Man, this is this, here's another deep deep movie trivia cut. The Kingpin is the second character Vincent D'Onofrio has played. I think I know, but I don't know who the first one is. Is Men in Black a Marvel? comic book nope it technically yeah. is but no i don't think he was it's like that. yeah it's like epic yeah um it's malibu i think as well uh he played thor in adventures in babysitting oh really? oh right oh. <laughs> gotcha <laughs> but thor is also like it, it was like in adventures basing is it supposed to be thor the comic or it's just yeah. thor it's thor is the it comic. really yeah. oh okay well she i mean technically he's not but yeah because thor is, is something so. else besides marvel like right yeah but it is the comic yeah okay all yeah. right yeah so yeah. There I'm excited for Jessica Jones whenever that comes out. Heck yeah. So. He doesn't love Kristen Ritter, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be good. But yeah, that's what I've been watching. Cool. Zach? 
Uh, I've been watching a lot of Dr. Oz to try to get rid of this fucking cough. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought no, he's I'd not bring. a real doctor, right? <laughs> well, he's not a real doctor, is he? Like, I think he's a real doctor. If he is, then I think I think like he's, he's not, he's not like Phil. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to is he Laura. a doctor or not? <laughs> Laura, is Doctor Phil and Doctor Oz real doctors? Um, sort of. Doctor Phil is he has a doctorate in psychology. He's not an MD. So he's not a real doctor. Okay. Well, <laughs> I was watching Doctor. What about Doctor Oz is a cardiologist? Yeah, Doctor Oz is a cardiologist. Okay, so Doctor Phil is has a what you say a doctorate in psychology. Yeah, psychology. So, which is why Doctor Oz has been able to steal America's heart. <laughs> anybody? Okay. Anybody? Yeah. anybody? Oh, you gave me your best. So I'll tell you how to tell uh, you. Nobody else was was everybody else was kind, but no, boo. No, I've I've gone through the documentary ringer. Um, I went and watched first. I saw Bound by Flesh, which is by Leslie Zemeckis, uh, mm-hmm. Robert Zemeckis's daughter. And it's about the Hilton twins, um, who were two conjoined twins in the twenties and thirties oh, who yeah, yeah. ran through vaudeville and, um, really, really fascinating subject matter, obviously, cause I have a thing for sideshow freak, um, sideshow carnivals and stuff. Oh, I didn't um, know where you were going with it. <laughs> I, really I have a thing, thing for, for freaks. <laughs> I have a thing. That's why American Horror Story season four is my favorite season. <laughs> Said no one ever. <laughs> um, but, um, no, I did actually. You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised uh, if you would... really like season four. Yeah. Like... Hey, Laura, which American Horror Story is better? The freak show or the one with Lady Gaga? Oh, I really? like the Lady Gaga one anyway. Well, Lady Gaga hasn't finished yet, so. It's really artsy. Asylum's the yeah. best one because aliens. It's like, mm-hmm. like, kind of go past art. It's just weird. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What's the best season in your opinion? I like the Witches. The Coven. The third one? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the second best season because that one's the second most ridiculous, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the more the more they don't give a shit, the better that show is. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho. Bound by Flesh is a documentary about a witch or um, aliens or uh, even Lady Gaga. It is about um, uh, these two twins who are conjoined um, at the hip and um, basically talks about their life, um, how they uh, fell out of obscurity after they got older and uh, ended up in this small uh, North Carolina town and eventually their death. But um, – the story is more of a showbiz story than it is a sister story, which I found fascinating. Like they don't really focus on the sister aspect of it much. Hmm. Very fact-based for a movie that should have an emotional core. So I wouldn't say watch it right away. I'd say if you really like the movie Freaks by Todd Browning or hmm. that if you liked season four of American Horror Story, then you might want to check it out because there's a lot of stuff that's – uh, influence and the Hilton sisters are in Todd Browning's Freaks from 1932. They play the, uh, conjoined twins where one of them is about to get married and, um, the, uh, other one is just trying to live her life next to her sister. Um, the other documentary I saw was, uh, In Search of Michael D. Rockefeller, which was about Michael D. Rockefeller who got, uh, lost in a tribe in New Guinea and possibly was eaten by headhunters. And, uh, <laughs> so it was basically the green inferno in real life. And, um, <laughs> Rich kid goes out into the middle of the, of the Amazonian tribe and, um, it's interesting. Like, they don't really conclude much. Like, Very it's cute, more about, honey. uh, greed 
within that uh, government. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's more in, like a critique of the person than like the actual story. Not the person who was yeah, lost, but the the yeah. governments that he was trying to influence yeah, outside. Yeah, yeah. He ended up feeling much more like his father and his family than you would expect. Yeah, yeah. Because he seemed to be more towards the whole. I'm I'm all for uncivilized areas and like the things that have not been touched by man type mm-hmm. of vibe. So it's fascinating. Both are on Netflix. I highly recommend them. Um, and then I saw um for the first time in a while, I sat down and I watched um Back to the Future, um to celebrate that 30th anniversary. Yeah, yeah. everybody's talking about and um, God, what a good movie. Yeah, what yeah. A, what a damn good movie. Like. I think you could talk about that film for hours, but my favorite line. You can. So here we go. <laughs> I can. It is true. Yep. Um, favorite line in that film still has to be um, when he says, uh, who's the president in 1985? Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan, the actor. Then who's the pres- vice president? Jerry Lewis. <laughs> but then they go two lines further, which is, I suppose Jane Wyman is uh, is first lady. Yes. And Jack Penny is secretary of the treasury. And I'm like, that is the film that is going to solidify that people at least know who Jack Benny is for how many centuries now? True. <laughs> Very true. Um, when I was a kid, I never understood that joke. <laughs> now you've met me, and now you kind of understand it. Well, no, I, well, yeah, yeah. I'll explain it to you someday, kid, <laughs> when you're older. <laughs> Young whippersnapper. <laughs> um, and then the only other film that I saw this week, um, well, actually two, I saw Fargo again. Great. I really liked it. Don't need to go yeah. too much into how amazing the Coen brothers are because I'll suck their dicks any time of the day. Watch the TV show. Watch the TV show? Yep. Uh, it's next on my list. Uh, the only other film that I saw was Paranormal Activity, The Ghost Dimension. Whoa. The best paranormal activity. <sighs> Is it now? Henry, I'm going to kill you. I've never um, done so <laughs> um, I've been with this series. Why? From the beginning. <laughs> on and off. <laughs> much like... My attempts at a love life. What would you say is the <laughs> ratio between on and off? Uh, one, three, and then six. Are good? Uh, are the or, ones or I've the, seen. Okay, alright. I saw the first one in a theater, and much like women on a date with me, I was kind of like... Is it over um, quick? Yeah. <laughs> over quick and very, and very, very <laughs> underwhelming. Then I saw the third one. Very satisfying film for what it is. Um, very creepy. The ending was um, nice and eh. Um, <laughs> then I skipped Paranormal Activity 4 and Paranormal Activity Las Viva Los Las Noches. It's, it's the, the marked ones. ones. It is the marked ones, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I like your title more. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Viva Las Noches. <laughs> Long of the night. <laughs> How many people did Zach offend today, 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 today? Um, but um, a, we went to... been rehearsing that song? Yes. That was like pretty good. <laughs> trying to just pass it around with cards. Yeah. You say... Um, <laughs> I'm not going to say it. And then you just, um, that's like you're out. It's like uh, a lot of my friends are Mexican. And then you say something offensive. You say something offensive, then sing a little ditty. <laughs> <laughs> so did you say um, you saw the marked ones or did not? I, I did not see the marked ones. Okay. Um, six is. <laughs> You're in pain. Pause for dramatic effect. <laughs> <laughs> this cough is really helping the delivery. Um, it is. Brad and I kind of played a game when we were watching the movie. 
that I don't want to describe. <laughs> Tell us about yours and Brad's games. <laughs> but <laughs> basically, if I'm talking throughout a movie, it's a problem. Like, the, and it's a problem not with me, right? Because <laughs> I I'm a quiet person. I don't yeah. talk throughout the movie. But this one, at some point, five minutes in, <laughs> wow! <laughs> I started bat. I started turning to Brad and going like, "Who's the blonde girl? Why is she?" <laughs> I was doing all the things that my friend when I took I took one of my friends to see uh, Inception when it first came out, and she's uh. not. All the way up there. And we sat down and she kept asking me questions throughout the movie like, why is Leo doing that? Why is Jogo doing that? Why is Tom Hardy doing that? And Tom go, Hardy's not in this movie. There's a guy who looks like Tom Hardy. He's playing a character. <laughs> and I'd be like, just watch the movie. I'll explain it later. Yeah. <laughs> so well, I turned into my friend from five years ago. Right. During this movie, it's terrible. The editing is god awful for even a paranormal activity movie. The funny thing is, it's directed by the editor of the previous paranormal <laughs> activity. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> I don't know how that happened. I don't know who at Paramount was. Well, actually, they were smart enough to say, let's just put it right out to VOD right after it's done because that's what the mar- marketing model for it is. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's why yeah. it's only at 1,600 screens is because... Oh, I know that. Same thing with Scout's Guide. Yep. Huh. Once it hit, once it leaves all theaters, it comes out 17 days later and... Um, uh, uh, VOD. VOD. Oh, I don't know that. And Regal's like, fuck you, Paramount. We're not showing it. And you know what? Regal's not the best. Let's face it. So doesn't really matter. Yeah. Are, are, are they? All, are, I'm sure that the the heads at Regal are like, oh no, we're not getting that mad Paranormal <laughs> Activity six money. Like, which like, if, if I recall correctly, did not do well at the box office like at all. Oh no. <laughs> it, it, oh no. It took a big, big. Uh, re- it's like eight million. It's not that bad. The reason that they're for a Paranormal is- Activity movie, which was normally at least a minimum of twenty four. Well, it's just like the Saw movies. They peaked yeah, around four, and then they started yeah. crashing. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only the reason the movies get made is because you can make them for super cheap and make a yeah. whole lot of money. Well, that's yeah. so. But this was the once- most expensive one at ten million. <laughs> oh shit! They spent ten. They spent ten million dollars on it. Who yeah. the yeah. fuck wrote that check? Well, I I don't know, but well, I want to find them. When the opening weekend's <laughs> mostly over ten mil. I mean. It- it won't matter because they'll still yeah. make the money back. Oh, but... totally. Well, but my point is that like <laughs> they invest time and effort into this into these movies because their return on investment is usually like four to one. Writer, yeah. So like as soon as that it's going to be a hit drop, on Blu-ray, okay? I'm just saying as soon as that starts <laughs> to drop, they're going to stop giving as much of a damn and start going to a weirder model like this, where it's like, how can we squeeze money out of this without yeah. you know? Well, the thing is, they also don't release VOD numbers, so no one really knows how much money yeah, you like make on like, yeah. that. So, well, it's <laughs> it's hard to tell, like what's a failure. Well, based on the review so far, they're going to make a whole eleven dollars out of me, right? <laughs> Dude, like we went to the drive-in and to to do the double feature, and it's eight dollars for three movies, right? Right. So we only saw feature. two, so it was basically four dollars a movie. Yeah. I want my four dollars back. <laughs> I want my four fucking dollars back. <laughs> you know, like someone spent like fifteen dollars in the whole three D and everything. So, well, that's their problem, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that's the thing is when you start explaining what the the paranormal activity is, even though I hate those movies, I I think you even lose what makes them effective. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I haven't even seen the movie, but when the previews show 
I don't know, like goop or something yeah. taking shape. Yeah. And you're going, what? that's stupid. And then they have like a poltergeist moment in the trailer where the little girl crawls through some ghost dimension. Yeah. I'm going to call it the ghost dimension. Yeah, it is the ghost dimension. Nice. I Literally did Literally what it is. And it's just my least oh. favorite Friday the 13th movie <laughs> is Jason Goes to Hell. Never mind that amateurish directing and writing yeah but there's a moment in it where they're in a jail cell and the guy is trying to explain who jason Voorhees is and it's stupid because you you don't need to know who he is you just need to know that he walks around killing people that's all that matters yeah and so when you try to explain what the ghost dimension is it's stupid i mean to me the paranormal activity movies are stupid anyways because they all follow the same beats and that's my biggest problem with found footage films as a whole is Something small happens, then something big happens, and something small happens, and then it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, and then something happens and the camera drops to the ground. I like that found footage movie that we saw this year where the old guy piles his diapers in the in the in the barn. Uh the visit? Steve yeah, that Jobs. Was, that was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. Thank you. Um Yeah. Yeah. Right. No, no, the visit was good until it was a horror movie. Right. Oh exactly. Yeah. Yes. That's- that's how I felt. Um, yeah. And then, oh, I watched something also that you might like, the Walt Disney American Experience. Is it good? It is good. It's very, very heartwarming, very, very uh, thorough, calculated. Um, they don't talk about his frozen head, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I hate to disappoint everybody. He was Damn cremated. Damn it. No. <laughs> he was cremated. Damn Sorry, guys. Well, yeah. From here down. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's... As a Disney fan, you will appreciate it. Oh, sweet. Um, yeah. It's free on PBS.org. So. Cool. I'll watch cool. it. One of my favorite books I've read recently is his life story. So The um, Will uh, – not Will Eisner. What's his name? Uh, um, will I Am. Will I, <laughs> will I Am. Yeah. Walt Disney. Leonard Maltner. <laughs> um, was it the Leonard Maltner book or is it the big one? Oh, no. It's the big one. It's not – Will Eisner is a comic book artist who died a while ago. Yeah. His yeah, name's no, – uh, Not Will Eisner. Will something. Uh, yeah. It's uh, Will G- Gabler. Yeah. Oh, Neil Gabler. Yeah. Now, why did yeah. we go from Will Eisner uh, to Neil Gabler? No, it's um, really good. If you, if you ever want to borrow it, I have it over yeah. there. It's it's uh, really good and thorough. I read that book once and took it through uh, Disneyland pointing out all the racist things when I was 15 because <laughs> I was an asshole of a 15-year-old kid. I was going to say um, – and until I got called out for him, my father was just like, <laughs> you stupid little fucker. <laughs> um, but, uh, the, um, uh, the guy who wrote that book is interviewed in the movie, in the movie. Oh, nice. So he kind of goes into more depth about, <coughs> um, more specifically the union strike mm-hmm. that happened in the that 40s. That almost crippled him. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's all I watched this week. I'm going nice. to go cough now. Okay. <laughs> Brad, where have you been and what have you been watching? I didn't watch anything. Oh, okay. Over three weeks? You don't have a list for us? Absolutely nothing. Holy shit. You don't have like, I watched seven documentaries and three of them were the same. You bust out the Dead Sea Scrolls. I did, but I knew you didn't want to hear about it. so I just just told myself I didn't do anything. (laughs) Did you see anything anything worth mentioning? Like, is there any of the documentaries? No, actually, I did watch a bunch of stuff. I was going to say, you saw saw Paranormal Activity Electric Boogaloo. Do they actually explain the Paranormal Activity in it? No, no. So that, that's why we kept asking. Again. We kept asking questions throughout the whole movie, like, "Why are they filming that? Yeah. <laughs> Who are they?" Well, yeah, there's a lot of points. You can, for... you can see that in any found footage film. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but this one is like, so uh, they finally have part of the thing is they the 
they move into the house and inside the house they just happen to stumble upon a box that has an old like VHS camcorder in it. And so he plays back all the tapes and they have this footage of these little girls like uh, worshiping Satan and stuff on it. And Hell yeah. So now, you know, in the past ones, the characters are living in the house going like, did you hear that? Like, and they have no evidence of it other than what's on their, like, their security camera, right? And then I guess in one scene, a chair moves. <gasps> yeah. But in this movie, they're actually recording all the, like, floating goo and stuff. And so they have visual evidence to show other people and the police. <laughs> and yet they still hang around the house. And, like, yeah. to their credit, they go to a hotel at one point. But they still come back and like hang out for a while while stuff sh- shit's going on. And it's the I told Zach hotel. like I just leaned, I we were, it was really quiet and I just all of a sudden uh, in the middle of the silence I'm, I just say like leave the house right now like don't go investigate <laughs> just walk out multiple times you were just like leave yeah now. just leave right leave. now he was he was actually talking to himself about leaving the theater yeah <laughs> Let's just the get in the car <laughs> just get in the car and drive away forever start the engine just start driving yeah has anyone <laughs> seen uh, the marked ones. No. no. You mean in the world? No. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I bring it up because it's directed by the same guy who did Scout's Guide. Yeah. I just found that out and I thought, oh, interesting. So uh-huh. mm-hmm. it makes me want to go watch that one to see if it's similar in any way. So, um, so is the third paranormal activity <laughs> we'll the, the okay. one where that Katie comes in the house and kills that dude? Yeah. and then, That's um, maybe the most effective moment in any of the movies. Yeah. Well, it's the third one works for me because they're filming it on like beta tape or VHS yeah, tape or something like that. Yeah. That's the one where they take like big 80s cameras and duct tape them to the corners of the rooms. Yeah. Onto oscillating fans for whatever right. reason or yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like it's still it's still flawed, but it works. Right. But I, I don't know. Like, Brad, would you recommend Paranormal Activity 6 to anybody? No. <laughs> it didn't win you over? No. Do you have blood all over your shoes? I do. <laughs> this is what happens when he kicks Jason Blum in the pants. Well, when we get to the news, we'll, we'll talk about the fact that the director of Paranormal Activity 6 is now dead. He was kicked to death. Yeah, I stomped some fools. Nice. American History X style? Yep, curved yeah. him. Oh. We know like the director of the first Paranormal Activity released his second film. Like, and it this didn't year. even get a freaking theatrical yeah. release. It's the same thing, but this time with aliens. So. Oh. Oh, area 51. Uh, oh, it's not the. Uh, oh, yeah, what was that? Oh, shit, what was that one with uh, that lady that some people think is attractive, but I don't. Oh no, no. Uh, Mia, Mia Jovovich is in it, and she's like reenacting something where owls are aliens. You're the fourth that? kind. The fourth kind. Is no, that, that one? one. I saw okay. that. At a pre- like, this one has no one James. famous in this. No, I know. <laughs> I saw that at a preview screening in yeah. Boulder in a college campus. Okay. And the room went wild. With everything going on there, and I'm like, why? It's side by side comparison to a fake documentary. I, I didn't understand how this was exciting to anybody. Yeah, but uh, yeah, she's not. She's not. That I like good. her. I, she, uh, she's harmless. I really yeah. want to see Resident Evil Seven or whatever. It is. Yeah, yeah. The, the final, final chapter, chapter like it's a book. <laughs> what a terrible like out of all the like what resurrection or extinction yeah. Yeah. the titles and then there's the last one's the last chapter like you've been well, the next book be called the whole time so. right yeah <laughs> they, and they need to do that because those movies better not stop if those movies stop i don't know what to do with my life resident evil so very tired yeah. <laughs> Uh, what else did you see, Brad? I stole that from The Simpsons. <laughs> so what I really saw is I did Back to the Future Day. So I saw all three movies oh, cool. in cool. a row at the theater. And, of course, they're great, so there's not much to talk about. Yep. Um, but um, while I was there, like this time I decided at the pavilions, you, they do reserve seating now. So I figured 
I don't want to sit next to all these other people. I'm going to go take one of the handicapped friend seats. Because how often do I actually see a wheelchair coming to the theater? Oh, my God. I'm so excited. You so set yourself up. I am so excited right now. Um, so, is your wife okay? Somebody just die? Laura? Oh, good. Oh, man. So, yeah, I took one of the handicapped companion seats and uh, sat down, waited for the movie to start. And all of a sudden, these two women walk in, and they're looking for their seats. And the one I picked is, like, it's two companion seats Mm -hmm. in the middle. Yeah. And then there's the empty spaces for the actual wheelchairs. And there's, on each side, far away from that, is another companion seat. Um, And so I had this one seat, like, the only seat close to me. And this woman, in the course of choosing her tickets, decided... Hey, I'm gonna pick a seat where there's like another person <laughs> close to me, and this theater was never full, so she sat down. And then, about halfway, about 30 minutes into the end of the first Back to the Future, she pulls out an entire can of Pringles <laughs> <laughs> and proceeds to eat them one by one, like nonstop, like nice. you could count to time, like <laughs> like a metronome in rhythm. Yeah, she yeah. in rhythm. Maybe like. Crunch, one, two, three, crunch, one, two, three, crunch. Nonstop for a good half hour straight until she emptied the entire can and then proceeded to like shovel the last little crumbs in her mouth. <laughs> had no idea how loud, she, like had no awareness of how loud she was being. And I was like, I still have to go through two more movies of this shit. And then luckily in the... In the break between movies, uh, her friends were like, hey, we should go sit like way up front because there's still open seats. And I was like, yes. But then she proceeded to talk from that seat and like Aww. talk about how her elbow was in the like background of some movie that she got to be in. Oh, well, I talked, but, to, talked enough and loud enough that you remember bo- bullet points of their conversation. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. It was pretty. Yeah, I was like, Ugh. We got to sit next to a celebrity at least. So. What's that? You got to sit next to a celebrity at least. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe you rubbed elbows it, with her. It was Madonna. Yeah. Yeah, and she smelled too. Uh, <laughs> was she fat? It was Madonna. So it was Madonna. <laughs> I thought so. Yeah. <laughs> My elbow was in Dick Tracy. But otherwise, yeah, it was, it was amazing. And they had, uh, for Back to the Future 2, they had like all the Doc Brown pl- promos play before it and stuff. And, oh, cool. Um, yeah, and then uh, I also watched Sicario. Nice. Which was, uh, it was cool, but I, I didn't really love it. Um, it's one of my favorite films this year. Yeah, yeah it was a lot of conversation on the <laughs> podcast. Um, Did oh, I mention how much I love Emily Blunt in it? Yeah. <laughs> my choice for Captain Marvel. Yeah. Oh, I also got around to seeing The Martian, which is cool. Yeah. Cool. Um, uh, I had something to say about it, but I forgot what it was. <laughs> But it, it it's like Castaway in, in space. No, it's not like Castaway in space. Castaway's better. Well, he has he has more room. <laughs> um, <It's> more room. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it's really funny. Oh, that was really good. Oh goodness. Oh. I also man. finally watched I Spy, which I borrowed from Ryan. All right, let's talk about this. Well, a long time ago, because I was doing the for well, a long time ago, I was doing this thing where I was rewatching movies that I saw like once in the theater, like yeah. in the early two thousands, and then like, oh, that was stupid, and then forgot about it. It's like, and trying to go back, I was thinking, you know, maybe I was wrong, and no, it's totally a piece <laughs> no. Of shit. I Spy is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I Spy is a good movie. Yeah. Um, that yeah. movie's fun. No, it's not. 
There's nothing. That movie's, yeah, that movie's it's fun. not funny. There's no jokes in it. Yeah, there um, are. There's a lot of jokes in that movie. There's some good no? ones too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I saw no? that movie in theaters. And then I owned it. It's I good. didn't laugh once. <laughs> You're wrong, James. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ryan owns it, so clearly he's on my side. Uh, Famica Jansen's nice to look at, but huh? and there's like a scene only built around that. Yeah. Yeah, with the cot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a whole subplot built around Famica Jansen's nice to look at. Yeah. Um, I also watched. Uh, so. Oh yeah, I watched Roadhouse. <laughs> nice. I never seen it before, and James still has my Roadhouse. I do, I do. I still haven't seen it yet. So <laughs> you haven't seen it at all? Yeah. Should I watch Roadhouse? I don't see what the big deal is. It's like, just it's pretty ter- silly. <laughs> it's not even fun. Like, yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> Remember when he rips that dude's throat out and throws him in the leg and goes, yep. "Fuck you!" Barely. Like, <laughs> he might as well just scratched at his throat. Like, or or the polar bear falls on that dude for some reason. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, it is so politically incorrect that it is so much fun. There's a polar bear that falls on a dude. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna go home and watch Roadhouse. <laughs> yeah, it's, it wasn't. I'm he has like, three rules. Does anybody remember three rules? <laughs> So I don't I, fight in the bar. Take it outside, and be nice. For the last like thirty years since that movie aired, uh, do people continuously just be like, they still never explained where the polar bear came from in Roadhouse? That's no, all I wanted to know. It's the stuffed one. And it's like the dude is a rich guy. I guess. Oh, okay. I yeah, know. it's not a it's real. It's like Mr. Burns. All right. I I once again this week heard somebody complaining about like them not explaining the polar bear and lost, and I wanted to choke them until their head popped. Anyway. Brad, I and I know, like, the bad guy pretty much I, I has... I know! I know! They did, didn't <laughs> I'm they? I'm sorry, I just launched something. <sighs> I, I know the bad guy has, like, the police in his pocket, but there's still... <laughs> there's, like, no law in that town. Like, uh, yeah, I think is. he is it's the law. Patrick Swayze. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The law is behave, and then the other two things... You, you didn't feel bad for her poor uncle who ran the, the one <laughs> store... That got burnt down. I don't remember the store, hardware store or something, general yeah. store. Nope, I didn't. That, feel that tugged at my heartstrings. Or when Sam Elliott. Oh, I better not do spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> and I almost said it too. I forgot he. Had, yeah, I had yeah. seen it. I don't give a shit. The wise old bouncer no, who works at a strip club. <laughs> there's no cool lines. There's no cool. The throat rip's barely cool. There's nothing is that, cool. Is that where old bouncers go to die? Yeah. <laughs> They're going to spread their wisdom so they can teach the young strippers. No, he teaches like Patrick to... Swayze, and Patrick Swayze needs help, so he calls him on the phone. And wise old Sam Elliott comes to rescue him. That's who I would call if I needed to learn how to beat people up. Brad Wells, did you see? Um, so the day before we went to the drive-in, I went to the drive-in by myself and watched Paranormal Activity. <laughs> <laughs> Why? And I got in halfway through it, and... Uh, <laughs> Seeing the full thing really didn't help. Uh, but afterwards, I I didn't know anything about the gallows. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I went there thinking, like, oh, maybe it'll be a cool horror movie. And it's not. Yeah. yeah. It's like the same thing as Paranormal Activity, but without ghosts. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it, it's, paranormal, it's, it's paranormal activity in a school. Yeah. It's just, like, it's just cameras. Like, and they I, never see anything. And I was sitting there. It's activity. I was sitting there in paranormal activity going, like, you know, maybe they should change it up. Like, maybe it doesn't always have to be in a house. Like, maybe, maybe it could be. Anywhere there's like 24 hour activity, like a, a night security watchman or something. Yeah. And then, yeah, so they just went to school. I'm like, yeah, this isn't a good idea either. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was. The characters are not interesting or likable. Like, yeah. the the one kid who's filming is a total dick. Yeah. And, uh, like, that's the problem with like a lot of horror films is that, like, they never make the characters likable enough that you want to see them live. Yeah. Like, 
You just want to see it get over with. Just have them die. Like that's why I felt in like I think it was Saw Two. Yeah, like he just, put just kill all these people. Yeah, like, like for, they're they're all terrible people. Go yeah. and let them, like <laughs> the jigsaws. Just like mad kid, Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> Um. So yeah, I just the, love it when he's trying to say like that kid mm-hmm. can't even say it. Uh, the one cool part is the beginning of the movie when they show you the VHS footage of the the school play mm-hmm. and uh, the uh, the gallows breaks on that one kid and you're like, oh, is this part of the show? And then everyone in the audience realizes it's not, so they'll rush to the stage and that's pretty haunting. But everything after that is just like. Yeah. Clearly, that kid's haunting everybody, and yeah, like, uh, they all deserve to die because they're all sh- bunch of shitheads anyway. <laughs> yeah, and they film everything <laughs> for no good reason. Um, and then the last thing is I've been watching all of South Park. Nice, and of course that's great. Are so. you like marathoning it all the way? Yeah, through? yeah. I started at season one. I'm up to season sixteen right now. Yeah. Holy shit! Uh, There's a lot of it. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I just got the 18th on DVD. <sighs> wow. Well, it's a. I mean, it's pretty easy because it's not like 30 episode seasons yeah, like yeah, most yeah. shows. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, one of the funnest things is on the DVDs, the second season, the first two seasons, Matt and Trey would do intros, video intros to each of the episodes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love them. And the second season has, they're doing a cooking show where they have yeah. a pig and they're, they end up, it's making bacon with Macon. And they're, fe- they're periodic- periodically feeding the pig bacon. <laughs> they got like a lot of trouble for it, too. Like, Did like, they? Uh, yeah. Like, I think it's hilarious. Yeah. Like, the, the one from the old folks home is great. Yeah. <laughs> You're yelling at him. They're yelling at him. Shut up! <laughs> uh, you want to fight, old man? Um, yeah, but then after that, uh, and I've also been listening to the commentaries as a like, commentary. Really cool too. Yeah, like really good. But the funny thing is, they bitch about having to do them. Like, oh, yeah. it sucks. And then you get around to like season eleven and twelve, and they talk about like they went on Christmas break and they couldn't wait to come back and do the yeah. commentaries. Well, they like they like have that like arc. If you like listen to all like of one series, they'll have that arc. Be like, they'll like they'll realize that we hate it yeah. every single time. And they said like every time we finish the last one, we say this is the last season. They said they've been doing it since like season ten. Like, yeah, and they talk, and they also s- introduce. Like, each episode, oh, it's really hard to think of an idea for this, and we yeah. almost didn't get it in on time. It's like, well, you make the shows in six days. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's every time. That's one of my right. favorite documentaries, is that uh, Six Days to Air. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because yeah. how hard those guys work. Yeah. Yep. And how much time and effort they put into it. And just seeing <laughs> Trey Parker do his Asian voice yeah. while you're watching. Like, you see him do it, and you see what the end result is. Oh, no. It comes. It's, just, it's funny. <laughs> Yeah, and they also talk about um, uh, like they don't have enough to talk about. That's why they do mini commentaries. But when they get talking, they actually tell a lot of stuff. And then all of a sudden, Trey just goes, "Oh, we should probably just stop here." I'm like, "Don't keep going." Like, <laughs> you're getting to parts that we like. I want to hear about like yeah. this thing or why you, you did this in the show. So yeah, yeah. it's a shame. But it's uh... like as a joke. I've always felt like they were just yeah. doing it to punk us. <laughs> yeah, it seems like they do that a lot. Yeah, like the Terrence and Phillips show and. Yeah. Yeah. I think the best commentary of, like, cause I've listened to all of them for the most part. The best one that I think, like, has the best story of, like, how they made it is the whole Simpsons did it episode. Yeah. Where they talk about how, like, they, like, always have to deal with that thing. And then, like, for the episode of The Simpsons Did It was a ripoff of something The Simpsons did. Yeah. Like, I didn't realize that. Even The Simpsons writers told them, like, yeah, yeah we, it's a ripoff of something we already did. Yeah. <laughs> ourselves. So. Yeah. If you ever want, like, kind of cool insight on, like, making animated shows, that kind of thing, it's a really cool kind of source for that. Yeah. So. Yeah. They also talk about the writer's strike, how, uh, yeah. um, like they made an episode about the writer's strike, but also the, uh, I didn't really realize, uh, myself, but when that whole ha- thing happened, the writers didn't get anything out of yeah. it. 
And so, but they still had a party to make it look like uh-huh. that they, yeah, they won over the system. So, yeah, and yeah, Matt's don't just like, yeah, don't. <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. Like no one, that was a complete waste of time <laughs> and effort. Yep. Um. So yeah. Um. Watch South Park. Man. Hell yeah! Cool, James. Uh, I've only got a couple of things. Honestly, I have spent most of my time playing Uncharted, uh, which is awesome. Oh man. I keep playing that thing. Like, I didn't think leaderboards would matter, but they totally matter. When it's your friends. And they see, see, uh, James got ten headshots in a row. Fuck this guy. I'm getting more. Yeah, but you won't. I did. Fuck you. You've seen mine 14, buddy. Son of a bitch. I gotta go home, guys. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, uh, I've been doing a lot of that. And I keep playing through it just being like, how the fuck has nobody made this movie yet? Like, every time I I mentioned I was was playing through it to my mom and she was like, what is that? And I was like, oh, uh, it's a thing that when they make a movie out of it, it'll be your new favorite movie ever. Yeah. Um, Because it will, like, it's, that adventure movie would be awesome. Unfortunately, it would perform the same way Sahara did. So you just have to figure out how to make that script and have it not be expensive to film. Mark Wahlberg would knock it out of the park. Yeah, uh, yes. And uh, the, oh, okay. the, the problem is, like, they gave oh, it to hey, David sorry, or Russell I'm for look, too long. I'm looking yeah. for treasure. <laughs> no, he no. should not be. I think he would have been fine. Yeah, like, I, I, I honestly, I, I would go get, um, like, a mostly unknown. Yeah. And then I would go get Emily Rose. Um, because, like, she's pretty good. Haven's a shit show. But yeah. I watched a whole season of it just because I like Emily Rose. Yeah. Um... Bruce Campbell for Sully. Bruce Campbell for Sully, because that one's yeah. easy. Uh, and you have an awesome movie. Yeah. Uh, I mean, your most expensive cast member should be Bruce Campbell. Um, well, that, Mark Wahlberg's in it. Like... No, no, I'm saying go get somebody. Uh, go get an oh, okay, O-name yeah, yeah, yeah. for, for okay. Drake, yeah. yeah. Go get the next Chris Pratt, because that's yeah. what you need. Yeah. Uh, what you, well, need, I mean, what you needed said, was like, Chris Pratt four years ago. Well, people Chris said Pratt, they should, they should just get Nolan Drake? North to do it. Uh, Nolan North's a little too old, Oh, is he, is he now? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, he's been doing that character for that's true, yeah, eight years. I remember when they were saying that was back, like before Uncharted three came out. So yeah, 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 um, uh, yeah. It'd be, I mean, he's about the same age as like Nathan Fillion, who Nathan Fillion would have also been a good yeah, one but he's also when yeah, Nathan Fillion was young. Yeah, I can see that. Um, so anyway, <laughs> that just needs to happen. Uh, but anyway, um, I have been watching through Parks and Rec, um, because a friend of mine at, at work was like. They were talking about it, and there was this suggestion of like a specific episode that I needed to go watch. So I went and watched it. And so basically, I jumped into the show in season four, and then I just kept watching because it's pretty damn good. From um, season four on? or Yeah. Okay. Have yeah. you seen one in through three at nope. all? Nope. Just jumped into four. It's okay. It's great. Yeah. So I'm enjoying you, the show. If you do jump into the early seasons, just start it too. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. Because season one really isn't like what the rest of a series is so like. so it, then most like maybe maybe that's why i never liked it but yeah. like it, it's also because i've never really liked amy yeah. poehler and i still <laughs> i still think she is the weakest part of the show yeah um i think but, you could argue that you could start from just where adam scott comes in like adam scott and wait there's Pablo. a part where adam scott's not in the show yeah like the first two seasons oh yeah. god like, okay um so uh the i would say aziz ansari is really fantastic he mm-hmm. helps make the show um, but Chris Pratt, honestly, Chris Pratt is the reason that I even gave it a shot. Yeah. Because uh, on Reddit there was like this supercut of all of his best, all of his best stuff. Yeah. Uh, all his best outtakes. So all the to the times that like he yeah. goofed. Yeah. Um, and they were so hilarious that I was just like, oh, fuck. Yeah. All right, I need to just do this, and I I really like it. Like mm-hmm. I I would say that it is you know pretty on par with with some of the you know with most of the Office. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, I don't think that it would ever be. 
emotionally as great as The Office for me. Yeah. But I also jumped into season four, so I don't have that connection. Yeah. Um, but I just don't care about the characters as much. I, I feel um, the same way too. Like yeah. I, I like Parks like and Rec, but it's just not on the same level. Yeah, they're they're. F- they're always funny, but they're not. Um, when they try to go a little bit dramatic, it's never. It's never. It's there. never like, oh yeah. yeah, you're really good at this. Yeah. Whereas there are moments in the office that I would say are are, are just brilliantly written. Yeah. You know, heartfelt moments. Oh so, yeah. Um, I think it's really great. Um, and I mean, the whole thing is on Netflix, so yeah. There's really no reason to at least give it a shot. But yeah. Um, for even me to finally turn around on this show, I'm just saying, uh, it's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, I, mean, I, I strongly recommend checking out Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh yeah, it's from the same Brooklyn executive producers. Really funny. Oh yeah, uh, it's it's I think it's one of the best comedies on TV right now. Oh so, cool, just because everyone in it is like on like the top of their game. Yeah, so, yeah, very good, very good. Uh, Have you seen the trailer for Rosie Sanzari's new TV show? Yes, I did. The Master of None. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, that look, I think I'm really excited for that. So. Yeah, that looks pretty good. Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was pretty good. So anyway, that's all. That's really all I've done. Yeah. So, uh, this week I watched, uh, the curse of Chucky. Again. I forgot we hadn't talked to you yet. I know. Yeah, I do. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> like, I was like, oh shit, so it's going in. <laughs> so we got another hour of this. All right. It's, uh, it's the latest <laughs> child's play. Yeah. Because my wife wanted to watch a horror movie on Monday or something. I said, yeah. I said, what do you want to watch? She says, oh, I haven't seen the new Chucky. So I put it in. She fell asleep five minutes in. Right. And so I just continued to watch it. It's, it's the second best child's play movie. Uh, the first one's oh, this is good. that one that they came out with a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. So it's basically like a haunted house movie, but it's mm-hmm. with Chucky. Yeah. Uh, because he's just knocking people off, and no one knows what's happening to people. And this is the newest uh, one. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So it's pretty fun. Um, and anytime Chucky's being silly, it's really cool. I mean, my wife always points to her favorite Chucky moment is where she's about in the first one. She the mom's gonna throw Chucky in the fire, mm-hmm. the fireplace. And she's like, say something, goddammit, say something. And so he's like, you fucking bitch, I'll fucking kill you. And it's funny. Um, uh, so yeah, it's, if you like Child's Play, you'll like it because it totally makes up for, uh, I think it's the seat of Chucky. Yeah. That one's not good at all. Yeah. So, um, it's cool for them to come back. And it, it worked, I think, because they did a little smaller budget and I don't think they're under pressure to, Put it in theaters, yeah, yeah, and yeah. which is weird. You thought, I mean, I thought it could have gone in theaters and it'd actually be pretty strong, but mm-hmm. what do I know? Yeah. Um, I also got the Army of Darkness Scream Factory, and I watched all four <laughs> versions of Army of Darkness. Of course, you did. Uh, I still think the United States theatrical version is my favorite. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people say, and that's Sam Raimi, that's the S-Mart ending, right? yeah. yeah, and Sam Raimi even thinks that it's not the best, but. It's the most um, tight one. Yeah, yeah. Where the, the the director's cut is fun. It's fifteen minutes long, but it's uh, the end is Gur. too long. It's fifteen minutes longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah fifteen minutes longer. Thank you. Uh, the end is too long because uh-huh. they basically re-edited the whole ending. Yeah. To make it work for the eighty, the, so the theatrical version is eighty-one minutes long. That's really short. Holy crap! Wow. Um, so I still really like that one. The director's cut's fun because you get to see a bunch of different scenes that. Should have been in the movie, but I understand why they took him out. Yeah. Because, yeah. um, you know, sometimes people who don't appreciate movies, like, you don't need more character development. I think you do. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I've never seen the international cut, which is uh, is 88 minutes long, so it's seven minutes longer than the U.S. version. Mm-hmm. But they actually cut out some of my favorite moments in it, where they uh, the stuff they left in 
is which I think they should have left in in the U.S. theatrical version is there's a part where Ash is running to the windmill, and in the U- the U.S. theatrical version when he comes in. The force is banging against it, and he's screaming. He's going ah 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 ah. Then it just stops. Yeah. And then the next cut is like the windmill spinning. But there's this amazing effects moment in it where he shuts the door, and you see like the gears turning the windmill, and the cameras moving around, and um, it it's just a beautiful shot. And I don't know why. I guess pacing issues would be my guess, but it's still a beautiful shot. Mm-hmm. Um. But then the the, uh, the international version has different music as well, and it's not as good. Um, and they they cut out some weird moments in it. Uh, I'm trying to remember a specific one where I, I was thinking why the hell they cut this out, but I can't right now. I'd have to watch it again, watch four versions of the movie. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's uh, so yeah the, the the international one still has the Smart ending, which you know I still I think is great. Uh, I didn't even yeah. recognize the lady until I watched the amazing Scream Factory documentary that's an hour and a half long on it about the movie. But she's uh, the lady from The Wedding Singer, who's Adam Sandler's girlfriend. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's her. I didn't even put the two and two together until I watched it. As, as the witch at the S-Mart? Yeah. Uh, oh. No, she he's the chick that she he saves. And, oh, okay. Um, which is one of my most favorite jokes in the film that nobody else laughs or I don't know if they get. There's a part in the S-Mart ending where uh, – the witch turns around and she like growls and then Ash just shoves that chick off screen like <laughs> really hard. Just like pushes her off screen. Uh, and, uh, yeah. It, so, and then the TV version actually has different scenes that I've never seen before. Huh? And I think that one is 86 minutes. So it's basically the United States theatrical version. But I can't even remember the scenes. This is bad, but it has scenes I've never seen before. Hmm. And the cool thing is it's a special feature and it's, presented in um uh pan and scan and it's in standard definition so it's like you're watching a tv version um scream factory is awesome they actually ported over all the old special features that have been on all the army of darknesses yeah and put them on there including but their new stuff is that awesome documentary the only bummer is sam raimi's not in it yeah but they ported over all the commentaries uh but they also added uh an hour long like unedited basically a fly on the wall documentary from K and B where it would just be there filming something and it'd be, Oh, we're putting makeup on this. We're putting makeup on that. Obviously there's no like voiceover. It's just yeah, them it's, filming it. It's not really a documentary. It's yeah, just, it's, the raw it's just footage. footage. Yeah. And so it's pretty fun. They have um, a bunch of trailers, they even have like the video cassette trailer. Uh, it's a really cool. It's really cool. If you get it on Blu-ray, yeah. I think you get it on Amazon right now for 17 bucks. And to get a Scream Factory Blu-ray for seventeen bucks is pretty. Yeah, I, I pre-ordered it. Possible. I exactly. pre-ordered it, and they gave me a penny back. Yeah, I got I two pennies cool. back. You got two pennies back. Yep. Oh, I'm gonna send them an email. <laughs> <laughs> um, because even when I got the Tales from the Crips, I, I those were thirty bucks each, and I, I'm guessing it's because Army of Darkness sold so many oh, that I'm they're sure. able to yeah. drop the price, and it's super popular. Um, so yeah, you should definitely pick it up. Uh. Yeah, I love that movie. It's obviously my favorite movie ever. and Yeah, uh, it's good. Yeah, it's just really fun to watch. I also watched uh, Sex Tape, uh, the Cameron wow. Diaz. Oh, and why? Yeah. Uh, well, my son was up one morning at five in the morning. You wanted to watch it? That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> and my wife didn't want to get up with him, so I had to, and I was really bored. And he just gave me the meanest look. And, <laughs> and I was just flipping through what was on demand. And as 
uh, one of my coworkers at Qdoba a long time ago told me that I would like it. And I saw the trailers and I was like, I don't think I'm going to like it, but whatever. So I put it on and it's maybe the least funny movie that Jason Siegel has ever been in. <laughs> wow. wow. I, I, I laughed when he was being attacked by a dog, but the characters are so stupid in it and they make such like illogical choices that yeah. it just really distracts you. Um, I mean, the premise is, is he, so Jason Siegel works at, uh, radio station and he always gets new iPads and he puts music on them. And what he does with the old iPads, he just gifts them. So he records him and his wife, Cameron Diaz, are in a rut of having sex. So they decide to make a sex tape on an iPad. And what he didn't realize is that it's synced with all the other iPads he previously owned. So he's going around. Why would that happen? Yeah. So he's going around town trying to get back all these iPads. And, um, yeah, it's not funny. I mean, there's no yeah. point where it's, uh huh. All, all the previews iPads... used to keep saying, the cloud, it's all the cloud, it's yeah. the cloud's fault. How many Was iPads he owned in his like... lifetime? I don't know, I think he had to get like owned one. three or four back, I don't remember. Um, <laughs> this guy has such a rough life. <laughs> the great iPad search of 20. It's like the crappiest version of Pokemon 14. I've yeah. ever heard of yeah. in my life. Yeah, and the, <laughs> and the thing that sucks too is, um, like, I think Jason Siegel is really funny. Yeah, yeah. And in it, he. <laughs> Get him, Reggie. Man, that no, even man. scared me. I was like, wait, all the people are in the house. Who's coming inside? <laughs> Happy um, Halloween, real nerds listeners. <laughs> so it's just like the premise is stupid. Hey. It's, so they go around town because they're going to destroy the iPads yeah. is the whole premise. And it really... Why don't they just delete them from the cloud? <laughs> and uh, so the... Dude, this is like a movie that I wrote when I was like 13. Right? <laughs> so... There's a lot of sex and none of it makes any sense. There's another part that really annoys me about it is, um, so Cameron Diaz is naked in it a lot. Okay. Which is like, this is like the only film she's really been naked in. And you you see her butt, but they constantly block her chest so you never see her nipples. So much so that's really distracting, like it's purposely done. Is it like, it's like, uh, it's like home improvement with the bottom half of Wilson's face? Yes. Yeah. But it's it's so, not that I had to see her naked, but it's like so distracting. Because it'd be like her arm in an unnatural position, yeah. or Jason Siegel's leg would be up in an unnatural position. Yeah. And you know Jason Siegel, he doesn't care. Yeah. Like, so he's like right. naked in it too, because he doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Um, so it's just like, oh, you get to see Cameron Diaz naked. Not really. Seeing her butt at her arm and like books being placed so you can't see her nipple is really distracting. <laughs> Yeah, um, that's the same argument I had for for Beowulf back in the day. Just because it's it's so dumb when they do that shit, and you're like, this yeah. is not either. Don't have nudity or go put, all out. Yeah, like, just just put them in clothes then. Like, yeah. what are you? Or trying put them in like achieve? underwear if you want to go like Ex- that. Yeah, far, but, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah, mean like exactly. put them in like a burqa. Like, I just yeah, meant, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Put them in some kind of cloth and, and then so move on. There is a funny moment where he's trying to steal the iPad from Rob Lowe, and he's getting attacked by Rob Lowe's dog, and it. So it's just Jason Siegel being doing physical comedy yeah and it's funny for like five minutes yeah and then you go another five, five minutes of him wrestling with Robert. well no it's like interspersed <laughs> with cameron diaz doing cocaine with rob <laughs> <clears throat> all right and then the only other funny part is you find out who so they're trying to get it back and you find out who's sent him this text message about the sex tape is their best friend's son and he uploaded it to you porn and he wants twenty five thousand dollars to buy his girlfriend a, po- a pony and I'm, and the kid's really funny. Well, first of all, that's not how much how much ponies cost. Yeah. So, the kid, so the kid says, "You're so fucking stupid. Why don't you just delete it remotely?" And so, so, so like it the just, entire film is like, "Fuck you." Yeah. <laughs> so that part, you know, is funny because the little kid's a little shit. 
And then at the end, the credits roll and they show you the sex tape. And it's not funny. They're trying to be funny and it's not yeah. funny. I've so seen sucks. that film. And I can say, like, <laughs> from, like, what you've said, uh, that is his least funny film. And that's including End of the Tour, which is about suicide. Like, <laughs> that's, yeah, there's some like, really good yeah, funny like, moments in that film. Yeah. Yeah, right. so it, it was not good. And I, I was so, I don't know if I should say I was disappointed. It's just like, I thought I'd at least laugh your yeah. analytical like, dis- the analytical discussion of sex tape is something that yes. can only happen on this fucking show and, uh, <laughs> did anybody see the new episode of the walking dead no uh my wife gasped at the end <gasps> yes. I, the I heard whole... people cried i know like yeah. i heard like one of the characters yeah well it's so stupid if you've been on social media they're like but so and so might not really be dead and they show the picture of the character yeah it's like, like don't spoiler free you're like you're showing the picture of the character yeah it's not... like so. And people, fans of the comics, you know, he dies anyways. So, yeah. but it took my wife by surprise. Um, if I guessed once, would I get it right? Probably. Okay, I know who it is. <laughs> so, it, my, it took my wife by Thank surprise. For, <laughs> he looked at me and he was just like, "Guess what I'm gonna do?" <laughs> no, it's just that I'm a season or so behind, and I, I honestly kind of don't care about that show. Yeah. But like, I'm curious. Now, you, you saying that makes me really curious. I, honestly, it's to a point where I almost think, like, can I just jump forward and watch last week's episode and this week's episode yeah. and be like... Well, these last three episodes have taken place in a matter of, like, two hours. Okay. So it's it's like the the season premiere and all these episodes are tied together. So there's no... There hasn't been really a passage in time. I could say it this way. Is the person who died in the comics, do they die when your <coughs> least favorite villain ever in yep. the comics gets introduced? Yeah, yep. all right. I know who it is. Yeah. But he's not introduced, so... I don't give a shit. Yeah. In fact, I think the way he dies on the show is way better. Sure. Because it's it's shocking. It, it to In the comic version, I wasn't shocked. No. Because they... The, they, the, way the cr- villain literally walks you through the logic of which of these characters needs to die this week. That and the, like, and the I've, obviously you can see I have all the graphic novels. Uh, the way Kirkman writes is I know what's going to happen. Yeah, and oh, actually yeah. I don't think he's that great of a writer. Yeah. I think his situations he writes is very good, yeah, but his yeah. dialogue is shit. Yeah. Um, and, and it just goes to that character you're talking about, James. It's like yeah. the reason I don't like him is the way he talks. Yeah. And I don't think it's written well. But, you know, it's just me. But you can't say fuck on AMC, so he'll probably be better when they introduce that character. Oh, I I think so. I I I actually think Rick's better on the show than he is in the comics. I think all of the characters are actually probably better than they are in the comics. Well, with the exception of Carl and... And, I think Andrea's better um, in the comics. Andrea, I mean. uh, I don't give a shit. Yeah, yes, only because I really don't like her at all in the show. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I, I like Carl more in the comic, and I like Sh- uh, well, I think well, actually, Shane, Shane is a better character in the comic. I think uh, Carl um, has great moments in the last few seasons. He's oh, been yeah? pretty good. Has he killed some kid yet? That uh, needs to happen. No, because that's my favorite moment in the comic. He doesn't kill a kid, but he does kill people. If it makes you, eh, you know, you know what I'm talking about in the in the comic. Oh where yeah, he, has he that does. Moment. He does kill a kid in the. Does he? All right, in this show, he does. Because that I love. I that think moment. it's season. Four. And he anyway. just like looks at that kid and is like, "You're bad for us," and like, you know, yeah. kills him in the night. Oh, man. So the last thing I know, we've been going on a long time. Is I ordered stars for today because Ash vs. the Evil Dead is premiering today. Yeah. But little be known to me is yeah. yesterday they were doing an Evil Dead marathon. Yeah. And I just 
because I got my laptop, I'm like, oh, sweet. I don't want to talk to anybody at Xfinity. I'm just going to click a button and order it online. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I click it and I – about 30 minutes later, I was like, I'll just check. And it said Evil Dead 2 by – Evil Dead 2 Dead by Dawn, which isn't the real fucking name of the movie. Um, So Evil Dead 2 is playing. And I said, oh, I'll just watch a little bit of Evil Dead 2 because it's awesome. And I turned it on, and it was the beginning of Ash vs. Evil Dead. I said, oh, this must be like the first – oh, here's the first four minutes. So yeah, you can get like that, yeah. ready to go. But then it just, just kept, kept going. going. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. It's the first episode. And it is exactly what I wanted it to be. Really? Yeah. Uh, I'm really excited. For it starts – Ash doesn't work at S-Mart. He works at Value Mart. Don't worry. They address it. And <laughs> um, and they have these great like Three Stooges moments in it. Um, Buster Keaton. It's really – he. He picks up this box of light bulbs and breaks them all, and then he, like, sweeps them underneath display cases, and he's looking around. He's like, hey, you, clean this up, and it's just – it's stupid. So it, the thing with Ash is a lot of people – and this is why the comics with him are so bad – is nobody, I think, understands how to write him like Sam Raimi, mm-hmm. where everyone writes him as this quippy, you know, everything I say is clever, but he's actually – They write him as Deadpool. Yeah, he's actually an asshole, and he's only on – when he fights deadites. Yeah. And I remember Sam Raimi saying this for the longest time. He said, he, uh, he's a coward and, um, he, he's only not a coward when he has to fight deadites. And in this episode, uh, the deadites start coming around and there's really, they really don't tell you why, but he, <clears throat> so he's attacked by this little doll at, uh, Value Mart and he freaks out. He's going to get out of town and, <clears throat> one of his co-workers <laughs> I guess I should, it's hard. so she he the what the attractive girl in there Ash goes to hit on her and she says something about uh her mother and she's like asshole my mom died six months ago in a car accident and so then that kind of puts Ash down he goes away and then uh about 10 minutes later her dad I messages her or does FaceTime and her mom shows up at her front door and so she says, I know the one person who can help us. And so they drive to Ash's trailer that he lives in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he says, no, I'm not going to help. I'm not going to help. And all of a sudden, the deadites start attacking him. And he's like, fuck this. And so then he starts, like, doing, like, karate. And he brings out a gun and starts wasting him. And he gets knocked out. And he pulls his curtain down. You see this, like, shadow outline of a chainsaw. And just the way Sam Raimi shoots stuff, because he directed the first episode. Yeah. I was like, I love this guy. So he's... So Ash is knocked out and uh the the guy's trying to wake him up. He's like, Ash, wake up. And so he wakes up and he the dude puts the chainsaw on his foot and flips it. And so then Ash jumps through the air in slow motion and rips off his like fake hand <laughs> and then he slams the chainsaw on his other hand and he pulls it and then he starts saying one liners and chopping heads and so it's awesome. Uh. And it, I don't hear it in my head to that trailer music, that that cool trailer music oh yeah. they had for it. Oh, oh yeah, God. it's so it's pretty badass. I'm awesome. excited. I left out some parts because I don't want to spoil all of it. But yeah. it's thank uh, you. So but it's much. it's pretty rock. And if you like Evil Dead, or this is more Army of Darkness. Yeah. It's and it's super violent and lots of cussing because it's on stars. Good. But no nudity. So I mean, you know, not needed. But you know, yeah. that's different for a star show. Yeah, very different for <laughs> a star show. <laughs> right. Um, this is real news. In other news, the Prime Minister of Sweden visited Washington today, and my tiny little nipples went to France. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. 
I do the cha-cha like a sissy girl. See, we got Shit, there eventually. I'm not, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Oh You've my had god! Like three hours yeah. of us talking. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, now now there's a lot of pressure. I got to figure out whether or not I got all of the things that Brad is really excited for. Apparently, I know one of them that I'm not going to mention. So I can just tell you, I'm going to not mention one, and he's going to go. You didn't talk about X, and I'm going to go because we talked about it last week. I'm just predicting. What is it? Predict? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. No, no. Um, so tomorrow we're going to get a trailer for Preacher, and there's five seconds already oh, online. Really? Oh, um, wow. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter. That show's never going to happen. Oh, okay. Then. Um, <laughs> but the the trailer's really cool so far. It's really I'm I'm excited. In five seconds, you can see. Well, the five cool. seconds. Oh yeah, yeah. There's you're, some, there's... you're happy for non-existence. So I I didn't just watch the like the five seconds. I I like I did that thing where I like I played it mm-hmm. and then I just kept spamming the pause button. Yeah. You know, so that I would go through it frame by frame by frame just to mm-hmm. see like what stuff's buried in there. And there's some like little Easter eggy kind of things in there that you're starting to see. Yep. Um, so it's it's cool. I'm excited. Uh, Neil Blomkamp's Alien prequel is on hold, um, probably because me. there is so much talk about Prometheus, Prometheus 2 and all yeah. of that. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. They put so. both of those out. Yeah. yeah um, Especially yeah, since they changed the name of Prometheus 2 yeah. to Alien Paradise Right, Lost. exactly. Yeah, yeah. You're going to confuse really? so a lot they, of people. They're, they're just going full out. Yeah, so it's Alien Paradise Lost, right? Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Um, okay. Which you know, I I understand it. We talked about it. I, 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 I want to see Ridley Scott make another alien yeah, movie. Yeah, so. yeah. I don't give a shit. Go make good movies. Like, yeah. I I understand the marketing reasons why. I think it's shitty that people don't understand that that movie is amazing. But yeah. uh, whatever, that's okay. I still get it. So, um, and honestly, I was excited about <laughs> Neil Blomkamp's Alien movie. So hopefully, he gets to make it eventually. At some point, um, yeah. I just hope it's better than Chappie. Yeah. So, you know. Um, Frank Marshall was in an interview this week and said that any, uh, that if they reboot Indiana Jones, they won't recast it, Dr. Jones. Um, he'll be Indy Jr. Here's the problem with this. <laughs> uh, look, I love Frank Marshall and I want to live in a world where Frank Marshall has enough sway to make that true. Yeah. That doesn't make it true. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's kind of like when, uh, who was it that was talking about the, the Star Wars, uh, uh, Blu-ray releases of the original cuts. Um, uh, John Landis. Yeah, yeah. And like when that became news and everybody on the internet so excited, I'm like, guys, John Landis doesn't have anything to do with like he just he said does he, not. He just said yeah. he was All talking he does to is Lucas people one on his right. sets. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah, it's like yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He was talking to George Lucas. You know, and George was maybe just like, oh up. god, I can't believe they're gonna finally do it. <laughs> yeah, right. And even George Lucas probably doesn't have as much say in that as he used to. Yeah. Um, like, Kathleen, can I? No. <laughs> <laughs> what did I tell you? Just keep oh. your hands off of that. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> um, I mean, I I don't know. My whole thing about it is that like. If you are going to make another Indiana Jones movie, I feel like you we shouldn't have have like seventy year old Harrison Ford as the no, main character. I agree, it, and I think it's going to happen. Why don't so they you just need to reboot this. the Last Crusade and have Henry Jones Jr. as you know there, and then his young buck of a son is yeah. Except it's not Shia LaBeouf, and yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can't do Shia LaBeouf because uh, yeah. he went crazy. I should have had a Indiana Jones have a daughter, and then you could do like a oh, female Indiana sweet. Jones. Oh, that's cool, yeah. Here's here's what you should do. You should go make an adventure movie, and I don't give a shit if it's got Indiana Jones <laughs> in it or not. Like, go make Uncharted, or go make like go California make, Bob. Go make a Tomb Raider movie that is based on the new one. No, no, <laughs> love it. No, Robert California. Anyone? Robert California. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Like, go make a Tomb Raider movie that is not. Campion based on all the boobs. Um, 
just go make an adventure film. Like yeah. you can do it. The only problem is if you are starting a uh, a new franchise, you have to make sure your budget is low enough. Yeah. Because that's what kills every one of these. Yeah. Every time they do this, and you know, unless it's National Treasure, um, they always end up getting too large of a budget the first time, getting too big actors the first time, and it yeah. flops. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you just you just have to be smart about the first one and get a good script. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't. Indiana Jones was not like some stroke of genius necessarily. Like those were two guys who really liked serial film, serial television back in yeah. the day, and just wanted to make like a love story to that. They were just making a fun movie. Yeah. Um, it I, evolved I, from a James Bond idea. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, it's just just go make a fun movie and yeah. make it an adventure film. That's all I want. Yeah. Um, I would like it to be set in the past. But yeah, it doesn't I mean, have yeah. to be. So. Just, I mean, it's just like just general rule. Just don't make it bad. Yeah, don't. Like, yeah, make, like, oh, ah, make good movies. Like, that's just the general rule. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no one sets out to make a bad movie, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it just happens. Anyway. Uh, general rule. Try. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Have good taste before you start. Um, Super Troopers 2 is shooting right now. Um, does anybody? Uh, right meow. Yeah, right meow. Um, does anybody care? Nope. No. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. Uh, first one's okay. Yeah, I, I like the okay. first one a lot. Yeah, it's all right. But it's okay. okay. Uh, do we need a sequel? No. Yeah. Well, according to Kickstarter, we do. Yeah. No. Kickstarter makes some very poor decisions, though. It has. So like, uh, Ash vs. the Evil Dead already got renewed for a second season. So yep. there you go, Ryan. Hell yeah. Um, though that happens a lot with with you know. Well, I think with premium television. I think why people like premium television. Someone like Bruce Campbell. I mean, he's. I guess he's a pretty big star, but. Yeah. You, you, I mean, you shoot for ten weeks and then you're done for a whole year. Yeah. yeah. So it's basically just making a movie again. I think that's why it attracts people like True Detective and stuff mm-hmm. yeah. because you, you can still make that and be good television and still do what you want. Yeah. yeah, and you know, one of the things is that they they invest so much money in the production to make it to make it feel a whole lot better than normal television, or at least traditionally that's what it was. You know. Yeah. Cable television has come a long way, but. Um, when you go back to like the Deadwoods of the world, yeah. Deadwood had as many seasons as it did because the production was so expensive. Game of Thrones was the same way. So they, they renewed Game of Thrones before it launched and luckily it was really successful. But because all of the sets and the costumes mm-hmm. and all that stuff was so expensive. They um, want to get their money's worth. Yeah, that it's really common with premium television for them to just go ahead and, and renew early because uh, they really hope that the movie does or the show does really well yeah um and the very last thing that i have is that wes anderson wants to make a horror movie Sweet. brad tell me about Wes anderson what what do you want a horror movie from wes anderson what would it look like they, i think they covered it on that snl skit i think it looked, yeah, like, true. It looked true. like the shining yeah um that's cool i mean, uh, it'd be interesting to see his take on a horror movie i don't think it'll be like you know a friday 13 slasher but that'd be cool if he did make one it'd probably be more like the shining yeah wouldn't it be sweet if, you know, someone like Wes Anderson said, you know, I'm going to make the new Friday the 13th. I bet that motherfucker would get green light tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just because the studio's like, yeah, I kind of want to see what that would be. (laughs) (laughs) Just out of weird curiosity. But what if you did, like, a Wes Anderson-style comedy, but you put in Jason in it and have him just kill people? So the dialogue would not change, Mm -hmm. but you had him killing people. Yeah, they cover that in that SNL skit. I've never seen it. Oh, it's one of those, uh, like, pre-videotaped... What is it? The uh, the titles, the curious oddity of the three. It's like a real tenant bounds mostly. Is it a recent yeah. sketch? Huh? Oh, is it a recent? It was one? two or three years ago. Yeah, I think it was right around Moonrise Kingdom. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, um, yeah, but it's like they nailed the visual style and yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. 
Cool. I'd want him to do like a psychological thriller. Maybe not a direct horror movie. Maybe a psychological thriller. Yeah. I think I more impressive is a direct, straight horror. <laughs> That's true. Nothing to do with anything. I'm we could fight about this yeah. all day. Yeah, I don't think like it would be obvious. Like, uh, if he did it, it would be very much like a visual. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that you would just kind of get to the psychological, like underlyingness without it being about that. I guess is yeah. that I would explain it. I want it to be a found footage horror film. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's all like nineteenth-century cameras. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's cameras, but the house that the cameras are set up in is a really cool house. Actually, I was, I was and watching everything is symmetrical. Yeah, I was watching the uh, Moonrise Kingdom Criterion special features. Yeah, and they talk about like they shot it on those French cameras, yeah, yeah. the sixteen millimeter cameras. Like it's not even like a full modernly shot thing. So yeah, it would be found footage of like nineteenth-century. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? What, uh, what was it? Sixteen frames a second yeah. back then. Yeah. yeah. Before they upped it to 24. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Anyway, that's news. Did I miss anything? Actually, probably direct something like a Nosferatu type yeah. movie. Probably. Oh, that, that might be would, cool. Yeah. That would be really cool. Yeah. yeah. Like, that would be his version of a horror movie. Yes. Like a Shadow of the Vampire. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else, like, news-wise. Did, did James miss anything, Brad? Did I miss anything, Brad? Speaking of the Moonrise Kingdom special features, there's a clip of, uh, like, behind the <laughs> scenes of Bruce Willis. Uh-huh. They have him because he has that scene where he falls out of the the, the bell tower and grabs oh, the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's dangling there, but it's a VFX shot, so he's actually just his yeah. legs are bent over a like a metal bar. Yeah. And so the whole, the whole crew is like helping up there, like, and he's got his shoes off. He's hanging upside down. Wes Anderson's just off the side, and you're watching like Wes Anderson direct, and it's like watching what I think looks like me when I'm directing people because he's not saying specific stuff. He's just kind of like, okay, this way, now this way, now back this way, mm-hmm. like over and over again. Like I always imagine like they had very specific directorial yeah. Yeah. ways of doing things. And then right. the camera pans over to the right and there's Bill Murray like staying off the side, <laughs> just smiling at the camera. As Bruce Willis is like the blood's rushing to his head and he's trying to do these takes over and over again because Wesley Anderson is just like, do it again, okay, now inch over a little bit like this because he's being very specific about where his yeah. placement should be. Like, now move your arm a little off the side, and, you know, Bruce Willis's face is getting redder and redder, and then just Bill Murray's <laughs> over there just, like, smiling, like, in a t-shirt. It's like, huh, this is hilarious. Uh, cool. Directors uh, are people, too. <laughs> Deadpool's getting IMAX, and we're seeing that in the headlines at one point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not really news, because I kind of expected it, but, like... Everything's getting IMAX. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like... If you can get The Walk to be an IMAX film, like you can get pretty much any superhero film to be IMAX in this well, point. That, that kind of made sense because it was so visual. But That's true. But I mean, like it's still like, I don't know. Yeah. I've not seen The Walk yet, so. Yeah. It's pretty you good. should. It's really good. Yeah. It's pretty I good. feel like I've missed my opportunity to see it, though. Like, yeah. <laughs> I can't see an IMAX. Front, yeah, it's been it. a whole week and a half. Like, you got to give <laughs> well, up. Yeah, and so, if yeah. you watch it on TV, I'll disrespect you forever. Oh, well, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, What's next? Um, this is what's coming out next week on Blu-ray. Ignition sequence start. Whoa, DVDs. Inside Out is the big release this week. Ooh, I have that coming. Yeah. Um, Haven't seen it. Boo. It's good. You should check it out. 
Um, it comes with a short film, Riley's First Date. <laughs> oh, okay. I oh, was afraid wow. you were going to say uh, no, actually, whatever the volcano the little, thing was. I was watching the Disney Channel. The little preview is funny uh, because the dad opens the door and it goes inside his head and he doesn't doesn't click with him right away and all of a sudden it's like panic panic <laughs> it's pretty funny i can't wait for love so i love you uh oh, to know. win best short film at the <laughs> no Oscars. it won't it's yeah uh, it's okay and it's gorgeous yeah but the one for the good dinosaur better be better yeah fingers crossed so um <laughs> Uh, Vacation is getting its release, the, the remake of Vacation. Thank God. Uh, Brad, you're the only one of us who saw it, right? I saw it. Most not, of it. Yeah. Not, Brad wants his money back. Like, yeah. Like. All right. I'm going to rent it at some point. I yeah. feel like I have to. Yeah. It's one of those I Spy movies that I'll... <laughs> oh, oh, you mean... So Ryan, there's, like there's, 10 years from now. There's a there's a bunch of uh, funny scenes in it, and then Famke Jensen is pretty. Yes? Yep. There's a lot of non-funny scenes in it, and Famke Jensen, <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'm sure so shows up, but... Like, <laughs> Uh, Toy Story, uh, Toy Story That Time Forgot, uh, is getting a Blu-ray DVD this, this week, which I think is just a... It's another short film that they're... Yeah. yeah. You don't, just, I, I've always said it, like, they've made, like, five shorts for Toy Story now. Yeah. Put them all in one film and, like, yeah. do, like, a good Blu-ray They should, five. because but they make more money this way. Because yeah. at, uh, Best Buy is a few weeks ago, the, uh, the... Halloween one yeah. was on sale for ten bucks. Like, oh, I'm gonna get it. I looked over, it said twenty minutes. Like, no, nope. yeah, because I was thinking the same things. Like, my brother was like, I want that. I was like, no, we'll go home. I'll pull it up on YouTube for you. And <laughs> yeah. like, that's what we'll do. Like, Black Sails season two is coming out this week, which I like the first season. I'll probably check out the second one. Yeah, maybe um, just watch it. Yeah, it's it's pretty. It it's like Spartacus only with pirates. Ah, <gasps> um, two favorite things. Yeah, I, I mean, it's not quite as bloody, but uh-huh. like, it's you know, it's kind of ridiculous. Is it and, as good? Acting wise, I think Spartacus is like so well acted, and um, there's political intrigue in Spartacus. As I would disagree with you that Spartacus is so well acted, then yes, I agree with you. Wait, it what is... do you think about Spartacus not being so well acted, talking to me all condescendingly? I'm just saying, like, doing it's, quotes, it's, by it's, the way. it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, Spartacus is fine. There's, you know, it's not. There's nobody who's like campy and horrible. Um, it's just not like. I don't watch it and be impressed by the acting. I watch it and be impressed by like, oh man. The wangs. Yeah, that that lady was getting banged, and then the dude banging her got his head chopped off, and blood went everywhere, and like, the politics is cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and there's some of that. I, I think that Black Sails is, is well acted, yes. Um, Anyways, next. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brad, you're going to have to help me on this one. Is this, got this, the, nope. this is the new Gundam thing? Is this that new Gundam thing? I guess. There's a new, Gun- a new there's Gundam a, thing. There's a new Gundam thing. Oh, fun. Yeah, so if you're into Gundam, get your Gundam. Um, that 70 show is getting a complete series release this week, so really? you can they ignore that. that yet? Well, on Blu-ray? Uh, on Blu-ray, oh, yeah. okay. Uh, the end of the tour is coming out on Blu-ray, um, which is, uh, one. Meanwhile, I, I, can't I can generally say, what? Sorry, I was just bitching about the complete series releases. Yeah. They, they can do a se- that 70 show Blu-ray release, but I can't get all 24 on Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah, I know, Just right? the last three seasons. Uh, yeah. Um. <laughs> I know, it's aggravating. So, uh. I feel your pain, Brad. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Uh, the end of the tour, which was one of my f- more favorite films I liked this year. It, yeah. it, you know, it was in, in contention. Yeah. Sure. Like, yeah. It's definitely worth seeing. So. Very talky film. Uh, yeah. Funnier than, than Sex Drive or whatever the fuck movie Ryan was talking sex about. Sex Tape? Yeah. There is a movie uh, called Sex Drive. There is. Also, not it's good. actually pretty. Oh, do you like it? No, sex it's is pretty. <laughs> yeah, I was like. Uh, I don't know what the word to describe it is. Sex Stupid? Drive? Yeah. It's stupid, but it's fun. Stupid. There's a there's a donut in it. That has a penis. There's a donut. It's in a it. great, hilarious film. <laughs> <laughs> 
and the unrated version, since they released the one the director wanted to do, the unrated version just has green screened nude girls walking across every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> like that's, the, that's the actual unrated version. Like, oh, I really? appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, you can look it up. Like, oh, that's... It's the exact same film, but they green screened completely nude chicks just walking across like, the <laughs> that's shot. Awesome. Just randomly? You just randomly. That's like, awesome. Sometimes they oh, dance. Like, the best way to do unrated. Yeah, as, just made my day. As somebody who just always hated like that <laughs> that unrated comedy's yeah. fad, where they would basically just like throw some junk into back into the film and yeah. pretend like because then they would market it. I remember working at Blockbuster and you'd every comedy for a while was coming out with an unrated version and they would always market it as like yeah. this is the boob version guys and it wasn't <laughs> yeah. it was version they wouldn't show you in theaters right it's not like all of a sudden it's just they recut it to add a little bit more of space in there like, yeah exactly in between like, dialogue yeah they just added a like, like one scene that's maybe not funny yeah they threw that in there and then didn't give it to the MPAA and now you're gonna rent it yeah um what you couldn't see in theater oh, so dumb um, before we go, which is a Chris Evans, Alice Eve film where the one that flopped, where that he directed, where he it flopped, and he was like, "I think I will do Captain America still." Oh yeah, is that what happened? <laughs> like, right. Yeah, it just I, I think they're just at, like at a diner, and he told a joke that he's pretty proud of. From like from <laughs> that's, what the, that's what the cover looks like. I didn't see it, but for, like the like what like the synopsis said, it sounds like it's a romance. It's like just the terminal, but stupid. So like, <laughs> okay, um, there's a movie called Roar. I don't know if this is a documentary, but there's a there's a lion on it. You didn't see uh, anything for that's about at that the, Alamo. the Alamo. No, what's rolling that heavily? Did they? Oh, yeah. is that the one that's like the, the one the that's like the most dangerous film of all time? That like the bear killed like fifteen people. Yeah, in? Melanie Griffith's family. Yeah. Oh, is that right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, well, there's a lion on they the live front. With a, they actually lived with lions. Oh, like, okay. Like in our house, like we are now. Yeah. Oh, Instead cool. of Reggie, it'd be a lion. <laughs> all right. And Great. They get attacked. That's too bad. Yeah. Uh, I mean, did Werner Herzog d- direct it? <laughs> Am I gonna not get to see them get attacked? <laughs> Should have narrated it. <laughs> um, the uh, Game of Thrones season one is getting a steel book, so it must be a huge steel book. Do they make giant steel books? Yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. Uh, a Lego brickumentary is out this week, which I never got to see, so I'll check that out. Hmm. Um, and then, all right, here's the like the weird horror movies for this year. Uh, I think this is an Arrow release. Is Tenderness of the Wolves? Sweet, that sounds badass. Yeah, this sounds covers, like a bunch of wolf fucking. This covers. <laughs> As Ryan knows, wolves are not tender. <laughs> yeah, they are not. <laughs> uh, this 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 covers pretty badass. There's like in the bottom right hand corner, it's kind of like a noir film, and then uh, there's some like bald mysterious guy, and then there's just wolves. Howling and yelling and or screaming or whatever, like they do on T-shirts in bad souvenir <laughs> shops. Um, so that's pretty good. Walmart. Yeah. Yes. Have you read? Like someone's showing me on Amazon. If you look up the that three wolf T-shirt that like Dwight wears on. Oh yeah. The office. People have written hilarious fake reviews for it about like how much is going to change your life and like you're going to get so laid wearing it and stuff. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Look up that shirt and then read the reviews. It's pretty funny. And then uh, the last crazy horror movie this week that I, at least that I saw on the list is Stung, the ultimate buzzkill. Oh. Uh, which is, that... is a movie oh. where giant wasps attack trucks. You know what's funny? I forgot to mention something else I watched this week. What? I totally bought Mosquito and watched Mosquito. <gasps> Is it awesome? Yeah, there's this part where there's this naked chick, and this mosquito, giant mosquito comes in and pokes her in the butt and sh- sucks all her blood out. Does she, um, 
when it sucks all of her blood out, does she get like? Does she like implode basically, where like her skin gets no. pulled back and tight? There's like, this one guy who at gets the end of uh, Indiana Jones. 3. It makes absolutely no sense. Uh, he's getting his blood sucked out by the mosquito, and his eyeballs pop out and explode. So I don't know how it happens, but yeah. So that movie it happened. Science, right? <laughs> um, okay. All right. Sorry. I, I don't want to make this go longer, but I have to read this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Here we go. This is the, this is, this is stung. A fancy garden party <laughs> goes like terribly wrong after a local species of wasps mutate into giant predators. That's what it's. It's a fancy garden party, everybody. Hey, it's Halloween. Read it properly. Oh, sorry. And put some music behind it. Okay. All right. All right. Here, fine. Fine. I'll work harder. I'm all directing. Right. Sorry. A fancy Halloween party. Oh, actually, yeah, we've got Henry here. Henry. Yeah, I have Henry do it. Henry. Yeah. Here. Yeah. 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 Or here. Can okay. you just come over here? Okay. This is go, gonna be worth it. When you go to edit it, take Ladies out the part where you did Henry it. Henry Jarvis is right coming to, to the stage to do his one of a kind voiceover recreation of the plot synopsis. So where's for it? Stung. Right here? <laughs> a fancy part. Yeah. All right, cool. A fancy garden party goes terribly wrong after a local species of wasp mutate into giant predators. Can we do more? That was fucking dope. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> oh, no, no, that's all of it. After okay. that, it, talks, it starts uh, talking about the actors. So, no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Starring Gary Cooper. Soft <laughs> pop for Henry, everyone. Oh, thank you. That was fantastic. There we go. Oh my god. Here all night. <laughs> no, please let's move on. <laughs> I don't want to be here all night. Um, cool. Anyway, that's this week. Now into hour five of. <laughs> uh, big week at the box office. It's refreshment time, folks. Taste that beats the others. Go, Pepsi pours it on. Yum, yum. It's a meal in itself. Our all-meat super dog. Enjoy one now. So, I'm going to go ahead that, and say... Was that a segue? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Was that also said ironically? Yes. <laughs> oh, no, not at all. Uh, I'm going to say uh, Spectre is going to make $89 million. <laughs> And the uh, Peanuts movie is going to make forty-seven. Uh, doing both now, man. Did you guys mention last week? I guess it would be last week. <laughs> no, we couldn't figure out. No, that, we didn't talk about last week. <laughs> well, like, no, know. just the fact that uh, Back to the Future Day for the one day it was out, it was the number one movie of that like the day. Really? Yeah, huh. it made no. more money than The Martian and everything. Huh. Good. Yeah. Good for that one ma- day. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, well, it's like a Wednesday. Yeah, it was a Wednesday, but still, it's like a thirty-year-old movie. Sold out. Yeah, yeah. No, that's cool. Yeah. We didn't. Oh, well, there it is. Um, man. So you've got 89 million for Spectre and 47 for... Yep. I'm going to say... Uh, I'm going to go low and say 70 for Spectre. I was going to say 70. Because well. I don't think it's actually been marketed that well. I think so. I think around the 70 to 80 is going to be like where I think it's going to be. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in that case, I'll take a uh, uh, hundred million. A <laughs> <laughs> nice. uh, uh, billion dollars. Yes. I'm gonna put the low bid in at fifty. One dollar fifty. Man, I just I, like he said. I don't feel the marketing's been that strong, and I think yeah. that I don't think it, you have to. It's James Bond. Yeah, that's true. I think so too. I, but I don't I think and, like I feel like James Bond, especially is one of those kind of franchises that like it can stay. 
for a while. Yeah, like I, even if it makes fifty million, it's still gonna make a lot of money because people. Oh yeah, like uh, and that's not a low number by any stretch. Well, yeah, yeah. It's like I, I think Peanuts is gonna split the difference hard. I think it is a kids. I don't movie know. If, and, I mean, I'm I'm every time like like you guys have like me on or I like I guess something, I make like I'm always super wrong. <laughs> and so I, like I'm thinking that I don't think Peanuts is gonna do as well. I think it's gonna be like a Winnie the Pooh type situation when that movie came out, where like I because I mean like my brother's like six and I'm like hey do you want to see the Peanuts movies like no. <laughs> so I think the pants are going to appeal to a lot, of, like, a lot of, like older kind sure. of generation, but I, I think like the kid thing, who knows? Maybe because there's not really been a kids movie recently, so I don't know. Yeah, when, uh, I haven't. Uh, I didn't look at this before, but Skyfall, its opening weekend, made 88 million. So here's here's my my sort of issue is that I think the way this movie is marketed, your, the question with Spectre is: is the marketing such, and is the buzz around the movie such? That it causes people like my parents to go opening weekend instead of the week after. Yeah, that's like, what I'm that's that's the swing between doing well and doing amazing in the box office is whether or not people actually feel they can wait a week or two. Because I remember like um, when Skyfall came out, I was like amped for it. Right. Whereas like now I'm just like that looks cool. I'm probably going to see that. So. Right. Whereas like the trailers and everything around Skyfall was very much like you got to go see this movie. Yeah. This is the movie to see. Yeah. Whereas Spectre is like, hey, you remember those movies you like? We're doing yeah. another one, you know? And we've got that guy. From, we've got that from, guy that is Django. always the bad guy, yeah, you know? We, like, My guess is because Skyfall was such a hit, it's going to be like Quantum of Solace where people figured out, like, oh, this is awesome. And then they came out in droves for Quantum of Solace, and yeah, it sucked. So they, the repeat business wasn't there. But I yeah. think for Skyfall, like the goodwill is so high. That's true. I can see that. That since it came out at what, 80, you said? Mm-hmm. 88 sure. million. Yeah. Uh, they'll come out again for this one at like 100. I think so too. I think that's right. I, I can see so, that. Yeah. I, that's my I want the movie to do well, to be fair. Yeah. And 70 million is not, is not no, a little that's money. Good. So, yeah. I'll go the opposite 51 direction. million. <laughs> I'll go the opposite direction. Burnt will destroy everything. <laughs> <laughs> and second weekend. Everyone's going to go burnt. We didn't yeah. see it this weekend. got to go see next one. And plus, Yo, you want to go of... see burnt? No, I got burnt by burnt. <laughs> also, I don't think it has, like, because the competition, like, it's been such a, like, uh, like an empty couple of weeks. Yeah. And then that one comes out. And I think up until Star Wars, there's nothing yeah. people are hugely yeah, waiting for. I don't think any, like, other big things. Yeah. yeah so like, I think that it'll. Oscar stuff. Uh, Creed. <laughs> That's true. For yeah. You. Well, I don't think that's like a I know, I'm block just kidding. <laughs> it's not a block I want to see it. It's like big in my heart, man. Yeah. I know, like, my favorite is the hardest <laughs> point that you have. Is right there. Yeah. Yeah. You got to beat him before you beat anybody else. These <sighs> chickens are slowing down. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, they are. I remember well, when you like, couldn't Chickens used them. to be so fast, man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this week, we saw Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse. Where Brad, should people go see the Scout's Guide? Um, can I say, like, my whole review for the whole thing right before, <laughs> before we say it, and then I can just, like, not do anything for the rest of the show? <laughs> uh, that's not how it works, but okay. Uh, I'm going to say no, and if, since there's tons of zombie movies out there, if you make a movie about Scouts versus Zombies, you should probably do more Scout stuff in it. Like, if that's your angle, like, really embrace gotcha. it. Gotcha. James? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm going to agree. Um, no, you shouldn't see this movie. I feel like they just sort of... They, they dropped the script from the last 10 years of every, like, teen comedy, and then they just shuffled them back together and taped it together with zombies, and it's... I... There were points in this movie where I got so frustrated that I wanted to talk the way that you were talking about talking about in, in Paranormal Activity. Like, and I'll, I'll talk about them in spoilers, but there were moments where I was furious at this film. Um, there's also moments I thought were really funny, but they do not uh, make up for yeah. some of the dumb stuff, so... 
Zach? I'm going to retract what I thought last night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Because I, thought, because I had to sleep on it. My opinion at first was, oh, it was pretty fun. And then I slept on it and I woke up and I realized, oh, you think you had fun. <laughs> <laughs> but you've been living a lie. Um, this movie is pretty weak. And honestly, if you were going to do this premise, you should have given it to Joe Dante. You should not have given it yeah. to the guy that they give it to. So, um, yeah, I like Ty Sheridan in it though. He's he's yeah. he's definitely an actor to watch out for. I like Keckner in it, but even he and I it. love Cloris Leachman's one bit of dialogue in it. But yeah, she's and good. I thought at one point that might save it, but no. Did you see it, Henry? I did. What did you think? Okay, well, I liked it. <laughs> good. Well, fuck these guys, no, dude. Yes, no, I mean, like, you're allowed to have differing opinions. I mean, like, because like I can say like because I mean, like talk to someone else, but I, say, I can say that I like smart comedies. Yeah, that I like being able to like see like a like a really smart comedy that has great camera angles that like has a deep message. But I'd also be lying if I said that I did that I laughed the hardest at this film I've seen at, at any other comedy this year. So wow, I might be stupid. I might have like really <laughs> horrible taste and humor. But I was like, I mean, I'm also because the theater I was saw in was packed. Oh. Everyone was loving it. Wow. Okay. So I mean, wow. it might have just been the environment that everyone else laughing around me was helping, but like, yeah. I was laughing really hard in this film. So oh. I liked it. Uh, if you like stupid comedies, f- f- I don't know. Check this out, I guess. I came in kind of in the middle of it, where I did have a good time. No, you were there at the beginning of the film. Yeah. James is not funny. But where you're trying to compare. My, my biggest issue, you know, I should never compare them, but Zombieland and Shaun of the Dead to me are zombie movies that are comedies that are done very well. Yeah. yeah. And this one had moments where it almost got there. Yeah. But through um, below average directing, below average editing, mm-hmm. um, below average zombies, and underdeveloped characters, I it just doesn't meet it. Like, where you fall in love with... Woody Harrelson's Tallahassee and Zombieland. I didn't like connect with anybody in here, um, but yeah. So maybe you can rent it on VOD in three weeks. Here's sure, a yeah. here's a trailer for Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse. Shit. The sheep and not. It's impossible to break. Pretty handy. I'm a scout. Like an actual scout. Yeah. Nice things. Thanks. You know tonight's the secret party, right? Everybody except the douchebags and the neckerchiefs will be going. This could be the night of our lives. Carter, the town's deserted. Dude, look. What? The bouncer, he's gone. We should sneak in. Dude, there's like nobody here. Don't worry, mommy, daddy's here. This is fucking awesome. Dude, something's wrong with her. Look at her chest. No, that's makeup, dummy. It's a jungle theme. Wait, you're the stripper. Cocktail waitress. What is going on? What the fuck do you think everyone's eating each other? Like a... Any more questions? Okay. Control! 
tonight, we're gonna show them what being a real scout's all about. We're just gonna stand here, we're gonna go save the world. Yeah, dude. It's Kelly to Rogers. He looks like shit. He set him on fire. <laughs> he tried to eat me. All right, scouts, let's kick some zombie ass. I'll also say that I went in with like very low expectations. Yes, you, yeah, you so, so did I. <laughs> but I, I, I actually walked in with high expectations of me it. Me too. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, there's so the movie is is these scouts are going on a camping trip and the dude from Workaholics unleashes a zombie plague. That part was funny. Yeah, the, the beginning was, was pretty good. It was yeah. pretty good where he tried to do compressions and he punched through the zombie. Yeah, um, I saw that coming though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's you like, did, but it's still fun. Um. And then they just have to survive the zombie apocalypse. But I think it's really weird that, I mean, they're not even that far out of town and the whole town's evacuated and they don't run in. Like, the zombie horde in here didn't seem like it was overwhelming to me. Yeah. And, uh, and the kids are all really good and I thought they were good actors. Yeah. Uh, they do, they do really well with pretty threadbare script. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, and the story is really cliched. But then there's really, really cliche, really huge illogical jumps in it. Uh, the most egregious to me is I'm going to totally jump ahead to spoilers because I don't care. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean. At the end of the movie, they're in this abandoned rec center, yeah. and the scouts get up to uh, the gymnasium where there's no other way out, which is against fire code, by the way. Um, <laughs> there's no other way out, and they so they're going to blow up a bomb, and they'd rather die in an explosion. They get eaten by zombies. And then the stripper who they teamed up with also cocktail sudden, waitress. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, this is done. Just assumes she was a stripper. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for setting up the joke, Brad, and make it uh, it go through. But then she climbs up the chute out the side of the building. Yeah, yeah the, I, the trash chute that they that, didn't even it, see was there. Well, it's not even a trash chute. How the fuck did she know to climb up there? And also, like, when they were, like, sliding down it, she, it seems like it's, like, a straight down yeah, chute. Yeah. Like, so she's really good at climbing. Yeah. <laughs> she left with a purpose. Now, they didn't tell us what it was. <laughs> they, what did, I, yeah. they, did, they just cut to a scene of her getting on a motorcycle, and we had to glean, like, oh, she's going to tell the military not to blow up the town. And then she just shows up, and you're like... You had one job to do. <laughs> yeah. Why are you here? I can exp- I can I have a theory. Okay. No, okay. There's a reason why I said I Joe have a Dante. Theory. I have a theory. I have a theory. <laughs> um there's a reason why I said Joe Dante should have directed this. It almost functions like a Looney Tunes cartoon and it does. the rules don't really apply. So I'm able to kind of let that go. Like that, I, 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 that would normally be a problem. See, but to me, me that one, that one's so stupid, though. Like even me, who accepts MacGruber, mm-hmm. that to me is too stupid to let slide. It's, I, it's, I, it's not, it's not uh, logical. I'll give you that. Yeah, I, I didn't bother. I guess it didn't bother me mm-hmm. specifically. I agree with you. Like in the trampoline sequence where they, and I actually thought it was kind of funny that like. It, it, tonally, it makes no sense in the film, but like it was funny that they would they were jumping out of the window, they bounce and they bounce over the wall, and every time one of them would bounce, like 
however many heads had gone over the wall would pop up on the other side, like yeah. a cartoon. And I was like, oh, like you're clearly doing this as like a physical joke. Yeah. It doesn't land at all. Well, I didn't even notice but, that. Like, oh, I did. I did because that scene is so horribly edited that the yeah. whole time I was just like, and that's why, why is I mean, this so excruciating? The, the editing in it's so bad because the scene you mentioned, obviously they cut out a whole section where he was, they were talking about where she was going. Right. Yeah. yeah. Because, all of a sudden, they're at the edge of town, and he's yeah. like, well, see you later. And yeah. she gets on a motorcycle. Like, that, what? I will say, was pretty how, sudden. I yeah. was like, how come the like... person who has any talent is leaving? Like, why are you... <laughs> yeah. You just... What? Was her contract up? And they had just like... Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scene there? <laughs> no, I mean, I, I had my argument, because after it was over, Laura and I were talking, and she was like, well, at least that girl was kind of a badass. I was like, no, that's not, that's not the way it works. Like, that character left... Because the other large-chested woman who is blonde and attractive was going to be in the next scene. So we didn't need two in the same scene. Like, just send her off and she'll come back when the other one is done. Which is exactly what happened. Like, that's the reason the character comes back. is Because the other busty blonde woman has left. But it's not without its merits. You know, uh, there are some really funny lines. I love the line where... uh, So, it's the... One of his friend's sister is the super hot one. Yeah, yeah. And so he starts one kissing her at the end of the movie, and he's like, great, now, I've, now I'm going to fuck his mom. Like, <laughs> that, that, that to that me, was that's <laughs> pretty funny. It, <sighs> it almost gets there, and that's what I mean. It almost <laughs> gets there, but it's the, – and the direction's really bad in it. Yeah. Uh, it's just not creative enough. Where And the thing that's a bummer is before ours, there was a trailer for Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Mm-hmm. And there's this badass sequence in the trailer where this, uh, I guess it's Mr. Darcy, uh, there's yeah. a zombie, like, point of view, and he takes a knife and that he I thought fucking was really, cuts yeah, its head off in yeah. the head. Like, it stays, it stays in the point of view and the eyes roll back and the head, like, rolls off and he stomps on it. In that's the trailer? Yeah, in that's trailer. badass. That's that was, like, the, because like, in the trailer for that, I was like, yeah, but then yeah. that happened, I was like, that's cool. And then <laughs> I got disappointed because it's, like, at the end it says, rated PG-13. I'm like, motherfucker. Oh. Yeah, I was thinking that, too. Like, But, they, they, see, they didn't have any of those moments in this film. It's no. pretty much, I'm going to put the camera here and I'm just going to follow the action. Yeah. So... But also, like, I mean, like, I'm not sure if you guys noticed it. Did you notice that, like, you could see the tripod for the lighting kit? In one yeah. Oh, no. no. In, uh, I didn't see that. The scene, it, I'm thinking about the scene with the cats. Yep, you see it? Yeah, you can see it. When it's like the cat, it's like the point of view of the cats, and you can see them run it. You can see the legs of the tripod, like, in the oh, background. No. Yeah. <laughs> I looked at it, and then I was like, yep, this is funny, people, all over again, where I'm seeing equipment in the fucking picture. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the only movie, a big movie that I've seen a mistake on watching it, well, two movies, seen it the first time, is uh, What Dreams May Come when Robin Williams is walking through the tunnel. You see the shadow of the whole crane with the camera operator moving. Yeah. And uh, in the dark night, the when the hospital blows up, you see a crew member like signal to the bus in the back of the bus for the bus to go. Mm-hmm. It's the only time I've watched a movie straight. Uh, the first time I've seen like mistakes in it, but yeah. And look, it's like those mistakes happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but whatever. Kind of like because there's a difference here. When it's the dark night, you don't give a shit. This movie wasn't good enough for me for you to not it's give. Not, a also, like I mean, go ahead, go ahead. It was just like to me like. It doesn't matter, like, because again, yes, as you're saying, it's not the Dark Knight, so nobody's going to give a shit. But it's just like, you know, Paramount's logos on that thing. I'm kind of expecting that not to happen. Yeah. But if like if I do it, like, well, I'm an idiot. What do I know? Right, yeah. Literally. But you know, I expected better. But yeah, I guess. I, so I knew I had the moment where I gave up on this film mm-hmm. uh, is when they're they're in the strip club and like nothing there is funny, and then. He runs into the bathroom, 
And and the, you're so bad at that. Like you can tell James and I was it's so f- so pissed. Expressed. Mm-hmm. I'm usually not. It's just when it gets so no, when frustrating. It's, when it's a movie you don't like. Yeah. But he did it in Maggie this year. Yeah, so. I did because that was really bad. <laughs> yeah, um, it's a good movie. So, uh, it, the, okay, it's a zombie, and the zombie <laughs> follows him into the bathroom, <laughs> and then does the thing from like already everything yeah. is so cliche, and then the zombie does the, the cliche, cliche thing of like. I'm gonna go into this stall. No, he's not in there. Yeah. I'm gonna go into this stall. No, he's not in there. <laughs> like, are you fucking serious? It would have been more fun. And then if he just it, the zombie did that. He's. I'm gonna go in this stall. He's not in there. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been funny. Right. Uh, it's just, and then they're cutting over to the like the. So the one funny thing in there is that like he he kills the stripper zombie by stabbing her with the. Yeah, I was gonna say that, and then like it comes like, oh, okay, out. That yeah. was pretty good. I remember laughing at that. Yeah. Um, but there aren't that many creative kills. Yeah, I will. And agree so with that. I I had so given up on the film that then there was a point where man, you go to a, we saw this at an AMC and I I yeah. hadn't eaten yet because I I woke up too late so I got like a soda and some food and you know you get like a medium soda and it's like a gallon and a half of soda yeah so there got to be this moment where I was like I really need to pee but I know that they're about to finally pay off the like the army of zombie cats joke because mm-hmm. they're about to go into that lady's house yeah I was like oh okay like maybe I should stay and then I went no, they haven't delivered on any other joke they set up in this movie. I'll just go. And sure enough, there's a whole, like, there's a bunch of nonsense or whatever, I guess, that happens. So yeah. I still saw that scene, and yeah. I was like, yeah, all right, you have you. Also, like, the zombie cat, like, puppets looked really bad. Like, they yeah. looked like they were made in, like, a film we would make. And I, I knew that was going to happen, <laughs> because the zombie, the zombie deer was so bad. Thanks yeah. for throwing us all under the buzz no, right now. I <laughs> That whole scene at the beginning with the with with them hitting the deer is one of the most abysmally sh- like shot, edited, and well, also, written yeah, scenes I've seen like, this year. Yeah. They do it, it hits the like the windshield, but the windshield's fine. Yeah, like, they even, no, no, it cracks the windshield. It no, it doesn't, doesn't touch the car though. It doesn't crack the windshield. I, think I didn't it know. I, I didn't know because I, no. I saw it. I was like, "How did I was, that nothing?" Happen? I was yelling at Zach. Oh, yeah. The characters are like, "Yeah, your car's really messed up," and they have shots of the car where it's like no dent. <laughs> nothing <laughs> done. <laughs> the wheels, the wheels busted. Hurts. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like yeah. that whole, like all of the dialogue makes no sense to the reality around those characters, mm-hmm. which is too bad because the payoff there is kind of cool because you don't usually see like animals become zombies in a zombie film and because they're boy scouts like i thought like oh that's actually a cool way to take this film yeah so then to have this like oh we ran into this deer and then the deer's there the whole time and then it mysteriously disappears is kind of a cool payoff yeah but they they execute that scene so horribly that it doesn't matter yeah like it makes no sense it is the setup for the entire plot of the film and and it like no one was paying attention while they shot it. Is this based on a book? No. I don't think so. Don't think it's so. it's uh, an original. Watching, it, I felt like, oh, this seems like someone wrote a book about like the actual survival guide, like yeah, like the original uh, How to Train Your Dragon type thing. Yeah, and then yeah. or like so the studio came and said, like, or, yeah. oh, this needs to be funnier, like a you know stupid bro comedy. Well, there is a so zombie guide, all out. To, the huh? survival guide to the zombie apparatus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's pretty funny. That's a Max Brooks one, isn't it? Yeah, that one's pretty good. James is looking it up, but yeah. That's my biggest thing. It's like there's so many zombie movies, and you yeah. you put this and that's what qualifier I mean. of being a scout movie. Like you should embrace the scout part. And, and like, that's yeah. what I mean. You, and you're going against movies that are so well, so much 
what better, better done. done. Yeah. yeah. And, and they even have the part where they make all the weapons. They go to the hardware store. They, yeah. they, and it would have been interesting to see specifically, like, oh, okay, well, this will be useful to do this. But no, it's yeah. just like... If they, like, kind of broke it down, like, with their scout-like mentality, that'd be yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. But, like... I, I think, it was just like, what what kind but, of what kind of gadget from a Pee-wee movie can we, like... Yeah. yeah. And it wasn't even, like, it. scout-based at that point. Because, like, I think there were scout moments, like, earlier on in the film, yes, like, kind of throughout. they try. But yeah. at that moment, like... Nothing there was scalping. Uh, he like, whittled the end of a mop. <laughs> oh, like, my God, I laughed so hard. Hey, you're really good at that. He's fucking using a knife. <laughs> yeah. That's like being good at eating cereal. And this was the this was the the clever line he comes up with. I guess that whittling badge paid off. <sighs> and then they both fuck. laugh, and I'm like, no one would laugh at that. <laughs> like, yes. like, and if it wasn't for the fact that Ty Sheridan's a good actor... I wouldn't have even like I wouldn't have even given him any benefit of any doubt of yeah. any kind. Yeah. But he's we, we've seen him in mud. Yeah. And you've yeah. seen mud, right? Yeah, I've seen mud. Okay, and so then, he uh, has seen mud, and you like it, right? Yeah. Okay, I wanted to confirm that from two episodes ago. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I remember like when you said that, I was like, I need to write them an angry letter. <laughs> <laughs> but like, Ty Sheridan is a good actor. But then also, yeah, he's got prison experiment. He was really good. Like, holy shit, th- that. Well, we can you and I can yeah, but we, like, we can jerk off about that film later. But, please um, don't. <laughs> the uh, oh god, it's an amazing film. If you haven't seen it, forget about. But yeah, it. I think oh, he's well. a really talented actor, and like, yeah, and he needs, and I'm he glad that he gets roles. attention. But the the their friend was unfunny. Mm-hmm. Which the one? Guy, uh, the one who's not Augie. Yeah, Frat Boy was terrible. Yeah. Uh, Augie, that character Augie, was fine. He was fine, but okay. Like, yeah. And, it's uh, like, you know everything's going to happen. My favorite like, sequence in the movie is when David Koechner's character becomes a zombie and they uh, do a zombie chase sequence to 9 to 5 by Dolly Parton. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that was the was... best scene in the movie for me. <laughs> I, think one, I also like, I mean, I don't know if you guys liked it, but I, mean, I liked that at the end when, like, he finally shows something like, well, we need to, there's got to be, like, a weapon somewhere. And, like, he's so destroyed at that point. That he can't get to them, so they're just trying to find whatever they can. Yeah, that was pretty like, good. That was good. <laughs> they're just like, there's got to be something we can do. Like, um, yeah, I mean, he was all right. Yeah, um, I, I, I do. I think all the acting for the most part um, was was fine. There's just not a lot for them to do. Like, it's yeah. hard to even hold anything. Even like, like I think the the the, the cocktail waitress. There's there's some lines that are that are dropped pretty hard. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm like, it wasn't a good line. Like, how do I even hold yeah. it against her? Yeah, that. She didn't deliver a shitty line very well. If they yeah. maybe tried to bring the lines back more, yeah, more than I, once, I like just, do like do kind of like a form of repetition, it might have worked. Like it, with the whole cocktail waitress thing, like make it a running gag. Yeah, but don't just do it a one and done on yeah. some on that on that level. And also, it, like it, it didn't bother me, but like on like the zombie level, they didn't do zombie things. Like, no, they, they bit did the things neck, that like zombies don't it. ever do. Yeah, like, yeah. they were too. They like it's like half of it was like so. This is like warm bodies rules. Yeah. Or, like, there's still people, but they're zombies. Yeah, like, oh, like, she's still going to strip for you, but her head falls off. Yeah, like, I was thinking that, like, at the time, I was like, cause, like, you could see, like, the veins or anything. So, so she's still, she's a zombie still, but she's still stripping? Yeah, like, well, they, they, we, we got to get as many boobs in here. To yeah. You guys, that's women. what it's like to be a stripper. Every day is the same. You go up there like a zombie. This one's a lot deeper than <laughs> you thought. <laughs> you think they're watching Shaun, Shaun of the Dead, inside. and they're going, hey, at the end of Shaun of the Dead, they put zombies into... Uh, normal day work. What if it was a stripper? <sighs> and that's and that's why yeah. we're not getting Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse Two. Yeah, or Scout's Guide to, to the bigger apocalypse. To the bigger <laughs> apocalypse. Yeah, I don't think there's anything yeah, worth mentioning. Yeah, and the thing too, it's like with zombie films, it doesn't feel like it was that big of a problem because by the time they got out of the town, like, oh, we're done. 
Yeah. yeah which they I mean, didn't even bomb the town. I guess they didn't have to. Yeah. They're like, oh, oh, the that kid. That one the, bomb the kid the high was school, good enough. Yeah. <laughs> the high school kids are all safe, everybody. We're all right. Just let it go. <laughs> like, we're yeah, done. We're good. Also, the military guy, like, saves them, and then a scene later, like, oh, by the way, he got bit. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise. Again, we didn't show you that. Bad editing. Yeah. If you want to see a good Joe Dante film, he made Bearing the X this year. It's good. Mm-hmm. Yep, Bearing the X. That's it's a good, good one. Film. Hmm. And it has Alexandria Daddario in it. Oh, my gosh. She's a pretty lady. She has these tits on her that just... <laughs> <laughs> Next week on... You mean they're tits to her body? Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, okay. They yeah. fall off? It's good. <laughs> uh, next week on Real Nerds Podcast, we'll be seeing Spectre and the Peanuts movie. I'm seeing the Peanuts movie. I don't know if Oh, no. We'll see them both, yeah. I'm excited. Ah! Ah! I might see one of them because I'm not made of money like you. <laughs> I'm not made of money. <laughs> I don't have two incomes, Ryan. I don't have two incomes. <laughs> <laughs> My wife pays for everything. Oh, yeah. But like, if you, uh, the AMC up the street at the Bulls is nice. Yeah. Because uh, they they have assigned seating and they have like the leather lounge chairs in every theater. Does it recline? It does. <gasps> and All the way flat, like pavilions. And when you yeah. and when you need to pee, the leather squeals in the middle of the theater as you <laughs> yep. as you unrecline. And then you're that guy. Um, and I'm that guy. But, uh, hi, buddy. Oh my goodness. Hi. But they also, if you go before, I think. One, the movies are four fifty. Yeah, it was super cheap. Yeah, so it was for me and Laura to get tickets. It's like nine bucks. I'm going to the bowls. You should. At some point. Yeah, it's good. Uh so yeah, thanks guys for coming on. Yeah, it's appreciate a it. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Back in the state of Colorado, Zach Eastman. Back in the state of um, Colorado. We'll be seeing Henry's films eventually. At some point. We yeah. don't know when. Um, but you can <laughs> check out Earbuds right now on YouTube, right? Yeah, and you can um, check out the page for the Braden at Facebook.com/slash/TheBraden to help us make this film up in Maine. Um, and Earbuds will be screening in Denver again very, very soon. Cool. cool. Keep an eye out for that. Raveheart trailer's coming out soon. Raveheart trailer, really quickly. That was the most fun I'd ever had on this. I better get fucking story, story credit on this. Oh, you, you got, got credit, credit, all right. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> if this takes your crazy career off, I'm suing you. <laughs> Just kidding. You, you are more than welcome to use the idea of Raveheart, okay? Um, okay. Actually, it was my idea, and you took credit for it. Uh, no, it was, I remember. It was just a misspeaking. Yeah, I said Raveheart instead of Braveheart. Yeah. Yeah, and then I said, like, I'm just imagining a trailer where it's, like, Braveheart, but it's... Ra- yeah. Oh, we're, we're settling this in civil yeah, court. He put, he put the idea <laughs> in your head. <laughs> yeah. Just like Ghost Bear is my idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a bunch of real nerds go to Las Vegas is my idea. Like, <laughs> two years ago. <laughs> real nerds, part three. Nerds in Vegas. <laughs> what kind of crazy hijinks are they going to get to this town? <laughs> Has anyone seen Brad? He's passed out in the strip club again. <laughs> oh no, my wife's going to kill me. <laughs> but Brad, you're not married. He I am now. <laughs> this is actually how Boy Scouts got written. The zombie apocalypse got written. <laughs> He's married now to James. <laughs> what? <laughs> Had <laughs> <laughs> a cartoon sound. <laughs> gotta be a moment where Henry and I have a cameo, and we're just like, "You guys gotta stop fighting with each other." <laughs> You're just a bunch of real Yo, nerds. <laughs> Wait, when did you guys get here? <laughs> oh, you know, plot convenience. <laughs> Okay, bye now. Bye. <laughs> we literally stand there in silence and it's just like bye. Bye. Bye.
visit our website, realnerdspodcast.com. You can tweet us at real underscore nerds. You can email us even, realnerds at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook. Hey, stream us on Stitcher. You want to call us? 720-6nerds5. And download us on iTunes. Just search Real Nerds. Thank you, Joe Kempter, for the wonderful voiceover. And also, Spark Mandrill, for the wonderful late-night jazz-smooth sounds of movies. You can find them on SoundCloud. This has been a Nebulous Visions production.